Hey, what's going on out there? We are the Turn 2 Terribles. I am Jimmy Barr. We're here with Chris Lynn and Josh Aaron. Uh, we are back, baby. We're back. Uh, we've been gone uh, for a little bit. Uh, we had a little... Some life things going on. We had uh, I had COVID for a while. Uh, we were gone for Memorial Day weekend, and that just bled through the week, and uh, but we're back. We're back, and we're we're fired up. We're ready to go. Uh, how are you guys doing, man? How 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 is life treating you guys? It's been a been a while. Good, great. <laughs> Lots of good racing lately. Lots of ton of stuff going on racing everywhere. So been good. Right for sure. Busy, busy avoiding races and going to races. There's so many races, as Jimmy knows. We're surrounded by races at this point. Yeah, it's great. I love it. It's that time of year where. We're just uh, every like tomorrow night. There's a race if as if the weather holds up. There's actually two races in the area on a Tuesday night. It's just insane. I love it. Um, let's get into talking about some of that racing first. We're gonna we're gonna go into NASCAR first. Um, yesterday, the Cup Series made their debut at Gateway, and it was it was a fantastic race. I thought I think a lot of people were really happy with it. Absolutely packed crowd sold out lots of energy great racing it was hard to pass um but that doesn't mean that they weren't side by side and trying to pass it was um it was it was interesting i don't know what you guys they, thought i mean at one point they were four wide and i mean yeah. you don't even see that in i racing you'll never see four <laughs> wide at gateway but i mean i think it, i think it was better than what anybody could have expected it was gonna be it yeah, was just, it I was agree. neat. I mean, it's just neat seeing those cars run a track like that. They they put a lot of money in the facility too to really uh, to bump it up, I guess, a little bit. There's still some upgrades that could probably be done there. I know the, uh, they took a picture of the spotter stand. You could barely see the backstretch, but uh, I think I think it was great. I think uh, it's the fifth sellout I think for NASCAR this year, which is uh, which is good because they weren't selling out races a couple of years ago. That's for sure. They were. A, lucky to get half the grandstands full at a lot of these races uh and they're really bringing them out so i think it's a product of the car the car this year is uh definitely putting on some of the best racing cut nascar has seen in years and um adds a lot of parody and uh and that being said joey logano wins <laughs> he just seems to win everywhere where they go for the first time um but he was he was pretty good all weekend long a uh, hell of a battle with kyle bush in overtime um they were sliding back and forth a lot of cross just that type of racing i just i did not expect that joey yep. Logano even said it in his uh victory lane speech that he thought they would be just wrapped around the bottom the entire race but there was a high groove there was a middle groove there was a slider line it was like a dirt track out there it was awesome right definitely i think it helped you know, being a day race wasn't like crazy hot, but hot enough where the guys could move around, even though the tires weren't really wearing. Like the, the lanes kind of came in and gave you a chance to not be not, not be arrow tight or anything behind the other guy. You could kind of cut around them or dive low or enter a little bit higher. Different ways to keep the momentum up. They get a run. I think I I love the you know seeing all the videos and stuff. People taking everything out of the grandstand is in dead center of the turn you know i think that's just it's a cool different perspective from the fans experience i know they've got like you know seating and stuff all along one but 
the majority of the grandstand being right there in the middle of one and two. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I know when we ran it last year in iRacing uh, in, in NSRL, we had a hell of a time keeping the cars underneath us, and I wasn't a huge fan of it. I'm like, I don't know how this is going to work, but the real-life thing. They had about a lot of the same problems we did, um, but uh, I, they're infinitely better. Yeah. <laughs> so so wow. they put on a much better show. <laughs> Real shocking news from Jimmy Barr. Here, <laughs> shocking dude. news. I'm I'm not as not good as a NASCAR as Cup driver. <laughs> I am not a NASCAR Cup driver, that's for sure. <laughs> you know who might not be deserved to be a NASCAR driver? <laughs> Probably Ross Chastain. <laughs> At least that might be the opinion of some of his opponents this week cuz a lot of people were uh in his path of destruction, I'll put it nicely. He got into a lot of run-ins there, and um, that was one of the most entertaining things of the race, I think. Though, uh, so, first, early in the race, uh, he was racing Denny Hamlin hard, uh, drove him up the track, and then just got into his bumper and shoved him up into the wall. Uh, just hard racing, but, I mean, he he shoved him. Broke a toe link on Hamlin's car. Basically, he was still able to run, but uh, hit, put him hit, three laps he, down early. I mean, he yeah he, he ended his race early. Wait, so can't we give Ross a, an award for that? Right. Award? <laughs> He's America's award? the America's Hero Award. Oh come on! <laughs> <laughs> nah, I think, I think Denny, Denny gets a bad rap. I think a lot <laughs> of uh, I think the first time. That Denny ran him to the bottom when he was coming around. I was like, all right, you know, you made your point. Mm-hmm. But then he just kept he went doing a little it overboard. all every time they were getting close to each other. I was like, here we go. And yeah. I, I think at one point, even the announcer was like, well, round three. And it was just right, but at one point though. If you're Ross Chastain, like, first time, all right, you deserve that at least. Maybe more, maybe less. The second, third time, if he's gonna do that, get, do it again. Get rid of him again, like he did the first time. He's already, broke. Was, He's already pissed. You might what, as well finish what you started. That's what I was like, hoping he'd do, is just turn him again and just end it for good. done with it. Probably trying to make sure that he doesn't have that much more coming to him, I think. Well, I think uh, I think we know what's happening to him at some point down the road. Probably. <laughs> uh, I, there was another incident later on with Chase Elliott where, uh, honestly, man, I mean, I'm all for aggressive racing, but... And I'm not a Chase Elliott fan. I'm not even that big of a Denny. I, I like Denny Hamlin more than the average bear, I guess. But I'm not like a Denny Hamlin fan. <laughs> um, but I, I just I don't know what he was doing when he ch- turned Chase Elliott. He, it, he shoved him into the corner going into three. Uh, they're all tight. It's off after a restart. And he, so he shoves Elliott in there where he gets tight and goes up the track. And then he tries to take it three wide and just tries to... There wasn't a hole there and just absolutely turns Chase. And they're lucky it was in the in the front of uh, about three-quarters of the field. Luckily, didn't get too much damage and that a lot of cars didn't get wrecked yep. um, because of it. But uh, later on, you in the back, you have Chase Elliott starting, I believe, either inside or in fr- just in front of Chastain. And then Hamlin starting behind Chastain. 
So he got it from both ends. Uh, Elliot shoved him up the track, and then when he was up up there, up top, he was... Uh, Hamlin kept him up in the wall and then ran him all over the place. I do think Denny took it a little too far after that, because he was just brake-checking him all over the track. But I, I think it goes back to a bigger point of some of the displeasure that a lot of drivers have show, have voiced this year with Chastain and how aggressive he is. You know, we all know how he won his first race at Coda. <laughs> uh, you know, so I don't know. What what are your thoughts on Chastain? How do you feel about his driving style? I think he doesn't. Well, I think the thing with him is he doesn't have three other teammates out on the track. He doesn't have, you know, they don't have the money that Hendrick's got. He's He's got to go win races. He can't worry about being nice to these guys and worrying about who, you know, he doesn't have three other teammates to back him up and help him get around all these other cars. He's running, I mean, they've got, you know, two cars, but they're night and day different right now in what they're doing. They're never together. I think a little bit, it goes back to Bross, how hard he had to fight to get to this opportunity, had to drive way over the top of everything. Um, all these bad cars and things like that. And that now that he's in a good car, it, the the Coda thing was absolutely because he wanted to uh, he wanted to get his first win. They were battling hard for the right, win. right. I so don't, he went over yeah, the top I, there, but he's he's got to learn though. This isn't gonna make him live long as far as becoming a champion, things like that. I mean, it worked for Joey Logano once. <laughs> Uh, but we know the other times when it, he probably had a championship car and got destroyed by Matt Kenseth by the same kind of stuff. He was locked in the playoffs. He's got to do something else. But I think a lot of it goes back to just where Ross, the way he came up. I I agree. I, I, I see. I can see that, that's how he's had to scratch and claw to get to where he is. But guy has two wins now this year. He has a fast car. I, 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 get, I get what you're saying. He doesn't have all the teammates, but... They're a top team. They're up there every week. Uh, they're out there competing for wins every week. So I, I just, there's got to be a point where, you know, you're going to get, your actions are going to have consequences. And I think it's starting to come to a head. I think, you know, Denny was frustrated for sure, but I think it's a boiling point over from weeks of, racing against him and being raced overly aggressive. We've heard it from other drivers throughout the year. Well, Do I... Go ahead. With Denny, I mean, he's got... He got a win, so that... You know, he's got that off of his chest now, but he was just mad at everything because he, late in the race, Stenhouse wrecks Bubba Wallace, and Denny goes up and gets into the... Starts messing with Stenhouse and gets up into his bumper. I mean, Denny... He's got his one win, so the Denny Hamlin fans are going back. Well, he's you know he he's already got a win this year, but for the most part, Denny's been running thirty fifth all year, yeah. throwing a fit about everything. He's yeah, not had a good year. I don't think he's been he's been he's not had a good mechanic. It's been mechanical issues and stuff mostly. Yeah, it's been. I think what was one thing with Denny, they were running up right outside the top five when he got shoved up in the wall by Chastain, and I think part of it is and. With with Denny now, he is one of the eldest drivers out there. And sometimes with the eldest drivers, they go and put these young guys in their place. 
I think that's part of what it was yesterday. It was, listen, you know, you want to race hard, I get it, but you got to show some respect out on this track, and if not, this is what's going to happen to you. Right, it was Kevin Harvick for a long time. Matt Kenseth, whenever he torpedoed Joe Logano, was that guy. He was that senior, respected guy. It's never roughed anyone up, really. And then I think that made that message stronger. When Kenseth's side was, this is the guy that's never really messed with anyone, and you just got straight torpedoed. And I think I think ultimately, and everyone should use that. Like Ross needs to look back at that and think about this come playoff time. He's locked in. He's fast enough to compete. Denny Hamlin is struggling throughout this year. If he has a, a bad early rounds, he could very well be knocked out. Or he could get on a hot streak. Who knows? Toyota has figured something out. But Toyota's definitely figured something out here right. lately. I think... I, I get what you're saying, that Denny hasn't I mean, had a good year, but that whole Joe Gibbs camp, all those Toyotas... Nah, you can't ever around. count them out. If they're, yeah, if they're, they're all, showing attention, you can't... They're, count all, they're all running in all of Toyotas, even Bubba and, and yeah. especially Kurt Busch. They're running up in the top 15 every week now, the past month or so. But Ross Chastain has made AJ Allmendinger and all of college racing his enemy, beyond whatever happened in the Xfinity Series. They're not racing for a championship. Not, not Allmendinger. You have right. Denny who hasn't shown it yet, but potentially could. You have um, Chase Elliott, who, if he touches him again, the whole fan base will turn on him. There's opportunity that if one of these guys get what are not really in contention anymore and they see a golden ticket, they're going to really show how to crush a watermelon in <laughs> a really bad time. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I... I do. I think he's got to come to him. Ross, after the race, he was uh, he when he was being interviewed, he was really apologetic. He was like, "Man, I just couldn't stay off of people out there." Uh, he says he knows he's got more coming to him. He was apologetic, so I'm hoping this is a wake up call to him because he does have a lot of talent. He can be fast, but there are times if you continue to race people like an asshole, you're gonna get yourself put in a wall and. Those wins that you got this year, while they're great to go look back on, if you're trying to win a championship, it's all going to mean nothing because you're going to have guys not give you an inch. If you want the respect to get an inch, you better give them it, you know what I mean, and, and not drive over your head. Right. I just think that was part of it. I think Josh touched on something a little bit ago, and it's kind of like a, a kind of a comparison. He, he hasn't have really any teammates, but if you look at Suarez, you don't hear from him all race. He has speed. Just minds his business, and where he was running what top five at the end of the race mm-hmm. yesterday had a really respectable day for qualifying what twenty third. He's kind of playing the opposite of Ross. You don't really yeah. see him. He shows up, runs really fast, not getting his car tore up, and he's getting the results. Yep. It's only matter of time that he wins. So I think it's kind of maybe they need to maybe Suarez needs to be a little more aggressive, and Ross needs to tone it down a notch. They could they can probably uh, meet in the middle a little bit there. I mean, Ross still finished eighth lot yesterday, so. Yeah. He still had a hell right. of a car, even when, and like like I said, Hamlin, you know, yeah, he got his race ruined, but with contact, you know, he never touched Ross. He just ran him all over the place. It was entertaining. All I right. thought it was, yeah. I think it was great. Yeah, dude, there is a, there was a point there was like, all right, dude, just let him go. But uh, I think it's going to be I, great. I, I personally think Denny got his payback. I think if he goes and takes him out in a race, I think that's taking it pretty far. But I th- I think he got his payback on him the way he said I he I shouldn't say payback he sent the message, and I, I think it, I, it was received loud and clear uh, listening to Chastain talk. I think what Denny Hamlin did was perfect because now what happens at the next time Chastain's ahead of Denny Hamlin for a lead, 
he's not maybe not gonna be focused on that lie because I was like, oh shit, here we go. Mm-hmm. Say you're at the Bristol Night Race, and it's like, oh shit, here we go. So now he's already three steps ahead in the chess game, and, Ro- and you can kind of see it. I think that's kind of why Ross drove into Chase Elliott. He was so worried about what Denny was gonna do, just overdrove the corner and hit Chase Elliott, and vice versa. Got himself in more bad situations, worry about what these other guys were going to do to him. So Ross got to figure that out. Well, and I think too. I mean, this is all boiling up, and it's going to keep boiling because I was looking at the schedule, and I was like, hey, <laughs> "What's the next short track?" Because that's when you'll see it all. It'll all work itself out. But you not... go to Sonoma. Hell, Sonoma could go down. Yeah, right. Sonoma is a road course that drives like a short track sometimes, <laughs> with all the bumping and banging. Yeah, Josh, what's after that? Sonoma, Nashville Super Speedway, uh, Road America, Ooh, Road America, Atlanta, and then New Hampshire. Oh yeah, New Hampshire could be a yep. New Hampshire is pretty similar to Gateway. It's flat, right. long straightaways, sweeping and corners. When you get closer to playoffs, I mean, there's a lot of them. You get Martinsville yeah. coming back. You got Bristol. A lot of opportunity. If I'm a guy that made a lot of enemies. I'm not sleeping well going into those weekends. I I was also um Denny also went after Ricky Stenhouse for turning Bubba Wallace. Happened right in front of him. Denny's pulled off to the side, running laps down, lets them go by and sees Stenhouse just completely boot Bubba. And he goes up and just and you know, they're buddies and everything and he but he got Send him the same message, like, dude, what are you doing? Like, right. I, I do think it's just part of that elder, uh, elder statesman coming out, being like, listen, you want to race hard, that's all good, but there's a point, you know, where you got to start showing some respect, and you know, if if that stuff's happening the last ten laps of the race, then he's mad, but, right. but, but. One, he doesn't get the opportunity to probably pay him back or anything. But uh, I was going somewhere with that. It would be different if it was yeah, in the last ten laps right. of the race instead of the first fifty. Right. And I think, I think the piggyback on what he's saying, they go back to the Dale Jr. download. I think last week with Denny Hamlin talking about when Dale Jr. was like, "Will you stop giving a fuck? <laughs> that's whatever you know your career is ending?" Like Denny <laughs> Hamlin's at that point. He goes, "You know yeah. what?" I'm done. I don't really care what you do. I'm gonna. He goes. I'm. I'm starting to not care. Say what I want. And you can see it more and more in his personality, where he's just saying whatever he wants. Controversy be damned. And at this point, that's like, hey, maybe he just knows. I also his, think he's very invested in being a car owner now. He's really. Right. I, I think that's part of it, where he's starting to look. Yep. More at that, and you know, again, like. His car gets spun, and he goes and says, "Hey, what are you spinning my car for?" For twenty ninth yeah. or thirtieth, he said, yeah. "Right, thirtieth. Yeah. You're running thirtieth. What are you doing?" Yeah, yeah. It, it that's a tough track. I, I, the 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 Stenhouse thing, like the Stenhouse thing, and both Chastain directs. I do think it was them just being a little overly aggressive, but I don't think it was so egregious where they're just taking them out. I just think that they were completely misjudging mm-hmm. where they were on the track. And being too aggressive instead of just letting that corner go and getting them at the next one. Yep. Uh, any more thoughts on the cup race from this past weekend? No, I uh, it was a great race. I haven't looked back. at uh, uh, Jeff Gluck on Twitter to see, but I'm sure this has got to be like 
I saw it was about 85% or so, I think, last time I saw it. Yeah. So, um, I was pretty happy with it. I do think it was a little frustrating seeing the track position was very important. Uh, I think it was very, you know, some guys were able to pass, but there's a lot of cars that just ran where they started. You know, they they were racing hard, but passes were at a minimum it, it, to an extent yeah. after, beside, outside of restarts. So, I think it's um, just like any short track, though. You're going to yeah. have that. It doesn't, every race has to be side by side, fender banging. You had you had the opportunity to pass if you set it up properly. And mm-hmm. I think that's all we can ask. Unlike Phoenix, where you couldn't because the speeds were too high and whatever, you kind of got trapped behind them. It was a little bit better than that. And you could set a guy up and figure out a way around him. And uh, for reference, it's 83% yes on the Gluck pool good. at 21,300 some votes. Good. I, I think. I think it's it was a major success, and uh, I'm gl- glad to see some new tracks that are racy, you know, that coming on the schedule here. Um, yep. Pretty exciting to see. I do want to say, uh, I already touched upon it, but I do want to reiterate, Toyota's coming on. Gibbs and, to- you know, I know we talked about it a couple weeks ago when Kirk got his win, but they're really coming on now. Kyle Busch is, lo- is starting to look like yesterday, was running up there battling looking like the Kyle Bush of old when beginning of the season where just a couple of weeks ago we're like dude this guy's going to retire he's not going to have a you know he keeps running like that I, I do think Toyota those all is finally figured some of the stuff out and uh surprisingly enough Hendrick struggled uh by their standards even though they were all right around the top 10 what's it oh. I mean it's no go ahead I just want also one more shout out AJ Allmendinger who went from last finished tenth. Shouts out to him. That was I, I'm a, I'm officially a fan of that track because I want that race last year was a really good race, and that was a really good race. I enjoyed watching that race. Um, it was neat because was it one, two, and three the the little bus stop section there, but when it was raining early, they were having to go so slow through it. Some people were just taking the penalty because it was faster than going through the turns. They just go straight, take the penalty, then take off. It was it was neat. I enjoyed that race. The Xfinity race, yeah. yeah. Portland, Almondinger. Yep. Yeah, Almondinger with the win there, and then he goes. He starts last and finishes tenth in the Cup race. But basically, what we're gonna go into, or yeah, Portland. Uh, it started off rainy. Um, I I had a blast watching. It was getting a little towards the end to me. It was kind of like, all right, guys, like there's too much wrecking at the end. They just were not giving a shit going in the one. But like you said, it was faster sometimes because of how slow it was with the rain to just take your stop and go penalty and cut the entire chicane. Um. One thing that interesting happened in in that race was Ty Gibbs in the lead after the stage break, first stage break. He absolutely he he was killed in the competition. He was out by like eighteen seconds. He lapped AJ Allmendinger at one point. Uh, he was he, when it when it was rainy, he was gone. Um, but after the stage break, <laughs> Jesse Awuji. <laughs> Just ran him over. He actually got a, I think he got a five lap hold. Uh, yep. on pit road, NASCAR penalized him. 
you know, Wooji says, I thought he was going to give me the room to go give, because I guess he was supposed to get waved around him or whatever, but he just absolutely, they're underneath, under Kasha behind the pace car, and he just takes out the leader. Kind of Jesse Wooji in a nutshell. No offense to him, but. No, definitely offense. <laughs> Love his service, but come on, man. It's yeah. every week. It's every week with him. Yeah, I mean, that's just boneheaded. He's like, oh, I thought I had... What lane did you have, dude? Like, you guys right. are... He's he's at the... He's at the rumble strip going into one. What lane do you have on the inside of him? Like, I just... That was interesting, and it, it almost cost... I mean, it did cost Ty, Gil, uh, Ty Gibbs uh, the race a little bit, even though he went back out, raced pretty well. Second stage. I, I can't remember exactly what happened to him other than I think he got off track one time. He So he got... Uh, he got... Noah Gregson got on the inside of him and ran That's him up. Right. And they got door to door. Uh, two turns later, he turned Noah Gregson. Yep. And then like a turn after that, whoever was behind them got tired of watching it all and just wanted to go around them and turned him. <laughs> um, I pre- do remember him getting a Noah Creed oh, turned Sheldon him. Creed Sheldon Creed giving the double bird salute too when he after he and he and did I one don't... of the most boneheaded things. But I, in the interview, he... he said that he was looking right to look at the you know the cars, but he got mad at the guy that got into him when everybody got into it going into one. But yeah, he ran into the back of a parked car doing their stop and go and killed his day. Yeah, and then he has the audacity. And I kind of get it. You're trying to get back to pit road. Uh, um, Brian Pressler coming in the comments that kind of caught my eye. My daughter just turned you guys on. She is curious why Josh Aaron left DraftKings. You got some uh, swaying. You got, you got on the spot, Josh Aaron. Just wait. I'm leaving more than DraftKings. <laughs> <laughs> Spicy. <laughs> um, That's a real terrible thing to do. <laughs> the brand. DKR up at Smoke Racing, she's asking. That's hey, shouts out to your daughter, Brian Pressler. Thank you for thank you for watching. Thank you for chiming in. Um <laughs> that was good. Um more from Portland though. Um, what was I talking about before that? Okay. Oh, the uh, the Sheldon Creed yeah, wreck. Yeah. So uh, he he's dropping fluid on the. He can't even see out of his windshield. He's got to know he's dropping fluid all over the track. He continues to drive. It, it, that costs like five laps under caution to clean that up. Ab- like absolutely killed. Uh, just the momentum of that race at that time. Because then it was just caution. Like I think there was one caution before that. And that was another one because of the restart, and then it just turned in the it, it turned in the caution city, which I still don't understand how AJ Allmendinger won. AJ Allmendinger under the pace lap to start the race yeah, before the race started, the, before <laughs> the race even started, they um he goes off track, then he goes off track again after the after the start. Gets lapped by Ty Gibbs, who's absolutely sl- slapping the field's ass. He somehow comes back and wins this race. He is, it, it's. I I know he's a great road course racer, but that's 
that's it was incredible. I was really impressed. It was one of those that when it was all over, nobody like even the announcers were like, "How did that just happen?" Like, yeah, I mean, you just, <laughs> it just happened, and you're like, "How?" It helped. It helped a lot. A lot of people in front of them took themselves out right. or got into something. There was a lot of good cars that got uh, tore up at the end. There, Sheldon Creed was one of them. Sheldon Creed was running up there most of the time. Um, a couple others, Noah Gregson, uh, Ty Gibbs, obviously, and a couple others, but. Even uh, I think JJ was it JJ Yelly or there was another road. Yeah, JJ Yelly. He finished in like eighth, but he was yeah. up there for. Uh, Andy Lowley. He was leading for a little bit. Like he, he was leading what, in the Tommy Joe car. Yeah. Alpha Prime, yeah. whatever they call it. So that was he cool. Took the lead. He I saw on Twitter he took the lead on lap forty four. It's pretty yep. much magic. There was <laughs> one stat they were talking about and. It was early in the race when Ty Gibbs was just. It looked like Ty Gibbs was just going to run away with that race from about lap two. You're like, well, Ty Gibbs has won this thing. But they said once that before he got wrecked and all, you know, the chaos ensued. But he, Ty Gibbs, had ran eight career road course races, and he's led every lap except for one. That's insane. Yeah, it is. That's <laughs> animal. They, yeah, I mean, he, they need him. They need to get him the cup ASAP. I also, I think he can have a, he can have the one car. <laughs> <laughs> It'll Drive have the reputation that Listen. he's gonna have. So, <laughs> you know, we're starting to see that uptick from Toyota. I'm sure a good chunk of it is the team, but it might be the ti- the the drivers with a fire under their ass. Yep. Um, I think I he's think taking over the 19. Um, I think that's what's gonna happen because. Martin Truex kind of uh yeah, starting to see more smoke there. Yeah, he he made a pretty weird comment that kind of from what I was seeing online it sounds like he's looking at retirement at the end of the year. Right. So, I, I saw that too. It's kind of the same like maybe there's some there's more a little more smoke there than we originally thought and yeah. Um I mean Hamlin, you know obviously if he leaves not a big deal. He go run for his own team or retire. Oh. He said on Dale Jr. Demo, right. though, he's not. He's finishing right. in that 11 car with, with FedEx. FedEx. If yes, one of the two fail, I'm retiring and I'm just going to go be a car owner. He's not going to. Well, he said he'd run for his own team because you never know how things change. But he's not actively seek- seeking to leave Gibbs to go there. So even still, he's safe. Right. Kyle Busch sounds like they're nearing a sponsor. Toyota made it pretty clear not to lose Kyle Busch at all costs. Yeah. Um, that only leaves two more seats. Um, Christopher Bell, but he's signed, right? He's not gonna it's, leave. It, it's Martin Truex. We or Kurt Busch leaving. I think the rider writing's on the wall. It, it's it's Truex's ride. He's gonna take that. Even Kurt Busch not decided to step away. He's not. He's older. Nah, he's not going. He's not gonna go to twenty three eleven. He's gonna go to Gibbs. There's no way he goes to a satellite team grandson of <laughs> of the owner. There's just no way. Well, and I think, if it, I mean, Maybe, I think you're maybe. onto something too. Is like there's there's I think you're right. I think Joe Gibbs Racing has lit a fire under these guys because I mean they have a huge backlog problem because I mean we'll talk about it here in a minute, but you get down to trucks. They mm-hmm. are dominating trucks. And they've got to yeah. get some of those guys up into Xfinity, but there's nowhere for them to go. Yep. So they gotta get Ty Gibbs out of there and he's 
you know, you want to talk aggressive and guy who's probably going to like, <laughs> yeah. bro, no chat. Ro- Ro- Ty Gibbs has, or Ross Chastain has nothing yeah. on Ty Gibbs. I can't wait to hear to people cry. If this is uh, the reaction you get from Ross Chastain doing that, you, you give it a year. <laughs> give it a year. And it's just funny because, you know, with Ty Gibbs, he will wreck somebody and then he'll be like, all praise Jesus, yep. all, all thanks to God, and he's yep. just like, "Thank you, my Lord and Savior, Jesus, Jesus Christ." But it's just, <laughs> I just I find think, that I just find that always so ironic right. with him. I think it's that's why it's funny too with Chastain. This is the first time I think this weekend where he's actually acknowledged that he uh, drove like a tool. Every other time he's just like, "Yeah, man, I'm going for a win." Sorry, <laughs> yeah, yeah, tough shit, <laughs> right? <laughs> this time he's like, so it's like not quite the same, but very similar. Like, you know what? I just knocked you into the wall. I don't care. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> a couple other quick points from Portland. I loved, I love rain races in these cars. I think it's. I think that was the perfect amount of rain. The track dried up. There was strategy at the end. Some guys stayed on wet. Some guys stayed on slicks. Or a, a lot of guys switched over to slicks. I think JJ Yaley was the one, the highest finishing driver on slicks. I'm pretty sure because there was, you know, the cool thing that was happening is like part of the track was drier than the other, you know, so he would be super fast on the backside where it was dry, but then they'd get to the wet side and they'd everybody'd make it up on him. Yep. Uh, Anthony Alfredo was another one, I think. No, Jade Buford was one that was up there with. He was like one of the only guys with wet tires still on. It got too much. They went and put on slicks, and then it ended up raining like the last 10 laps because of all the cautions that delayed it. So then everybody went in and went put wet tires back on. Uh, it, I, but I thought it was fun. I like the way that they did. Um, since they weren't in the same facility as the Cup guys, they had limited crew members. So the way that they do their uh, stage breaks and pit stops... I think that it, that's cool. It helps yep. even up the field. You don't really lose any, you know. I understand it takes some pitch strategy away slightly, but when you have a road course where there's rain, there's enough pitch strategy there where it doesn't matter if the field's locked because you could do a lot of different things. So yep. I, I, th- I thought that was really cool. I agree. Um, and I wanted to give a shout-out to Anthony Alfredo. He started on the pole. He was running pretty decent and unfortunately got caught up in some mess towards the end but he was running good in that car most of the day yeah he uh he was always there like you'd see people come and go and see people you know pop in and pop out but he was always always up there you know somewhere fairly close him sheldon creed austin hill they those guys were there all race long and they just didn't get the finishes i think austin hill finished second but uh, Sheldon Creed obviously wrecked out. Anthony Alfredo wrecked out. Um, there was a guy too who made his Xfinity. De- oh, I can't remember his name. He drove the 18 car, though. Um, he's only been racing like five years, and he was up in the top five for a good chunk of the race. Oh, Con- Connor Mozak. Yeah, that's it. Yep. Was he the gym teacher? No, that was a different guy. He that was because he ended up running top after they got done talking about him. He was running top five, and they're like, "Oh wait, how'd that happen?" Yeah, yeah, that was cool. That but th- that Mozak guy, I think he's he's like twenty four. He only started racing when he was like eighteen, nineteen. 
and he never raced a like a a stock car before. He ran, I think he ran ran like I don't know some type of road cars, huh. and he was up there competing, especially in the beginning. You know, he was battling Ty Gibbs at one point on after one restart. It was it was an interesting race. I really enjoyed it. I'm kind of hoping that the Cup cars go there because I think that's a pretty cool track. Yeah, and, and the thing is, is it's Portland. It's rainy up there, rainy Northwest. You're gonna have a lot of races like that where it's gonna be rainy, and I think uh, I enjoy it. I think it's I think it's cool. I hope they get a NASCAR gets a a rain tire for you know these new cars. I hope they get something yeah. figured out because. There's a lot of tracks like that that they just won't even look at for that reason, or the right. cup side. But um, that that place puts on a great race. Yeah, I think it's the perfect size road course for a stock car. It's a little less than two miles. The laps aren't extremely long. Yep. It has some tight corners, some longer straightaways. You know, it's just it's it's a stock car type of road course. I enjoyed it. Um, go to truck here. Uh, Corey, we're kind of already alluded to it earlier. Corey Heim gets a win. That's his second. I I didn't believe it when I read it today. That's his second win in his first twelve starts. I didn't. Wow. I thought he's been. I thought he has more starts than that. But, right. Um. Another Kyle Busch Motorsports. You know, Toyota Toyota guy. I think the top five. I have to look. I all think the top, top five, five all Toyotas. was all Toyotas. Seven, um, seven out of the top ten, all Toyotas. Nine out of the top fifteen. Uh, Corey Highman, Christian Eckes were putting on a hell of a show. Christian Eckes was probably the best truck, but got bit by that last restart in overtime. Uh, Chandler Smith made his way back from... I think he got spun at one point. Uh, he had to go all the way to the back. Uh, he was definitely probably one of the fastest trucks as well. Another Kyle Busch Motorsports truck. Um, they got some talent there. And it's, um, you know, from some of the young guys like Corey Heim and Chandler Smith. And um, there's there's another guy. Uh, John Hunter Nemechek. Mm-hmm. Um, two guys that are a little more seasoned, even like Ben Rhodes. Um, you know, they, there's a lot of guys out there that are looking for, to move up, you know, probably next season. So I think you're going to see a lot of, uh, a lot of shakeups, you know? Yep. Uh, go ahead. Sorry. I I think that, uh, there's a lot, I think the pool of talent is underneath of NASCAR is it's just it's huge and I mean all of the, I'm not going to say all of these guys but a more, majority of these guys could be running cup right now but they're not even yep. in Xfinity because Xfinity guys have nowhere to go yep. and I think there's you know I think we're probably two three years from seeing the big shift where a lot of these older guys come in and a lot of these Xfinity guys finally get their shots, and a lot of these truck guys are going to go up and start dominating the Xfinity. Yeah, I I agree. Um, I, I thought there, how much does the charter system? Like I know the charter system helps teams, but like in the, in the older days, like if you didn't have a charter, 
maybe they wouldn't be the best team, but you could still run in cup if you were talented enough. Like a, if you were John Hernemachak, you get with you had some backing, you could go not maybe not the full schedule, but you could run off and go up there and mix it up in the nineties and early two thousands. Um that's not really an option anymore. Um the way the charter set up, you need to be in one of those organizations like a colleague, they have their charter. They're recently they're just R and Ding that car with Almendinger and whoever Cosgrala and things like that. It's like if you could didn't have the charter system, you might have a bigger field. Now from the financial side, I don't know if that's smart business, but from a driver's side, that's gotta be hindering your growth a little bit. Well you don't you don't need a charter to enter a race. Right, but if you're a race car team trying to find an unproven driver, would you go to a race that you weren't guaranteed to start? Absolutely from a business not. side. But I don't right. think, so it's I don't kind think of a, the charter would have anything to do with that. Right. Well, I mean, in the money, wasn't oh, like, it's, just, it's just a thought. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like if there if, wasn't, you know, if you the, had four spots versus 40 spots. Like in the old days, you have what the top 38, 37 on speed were in, and then you had five provisionals or four provisionals and the past champion. It's a hell of a lot easier to get a really good car for once a month to maybe be the top 37 versus be one of four cars up to go home in the 50 car field. Like it's it's a tighter thing, which is good for the full time teams. Don't get me wrong, it's just a devil's advocate a little bit. Yeah, for these drivers. I mean, you need to come with if if you're making the moves, you got to come with backing. It's very rare. Ross Chastain might be one of them, uh, where they're coming up without any backing behind. Even them. then, they have some. And they, they have, have some backing, but they don't have like. There's some guys out here that have sponsors attached to them, right? You know, and they and they they come with them throughout. Um, I think an example to your point, someone like Ty Gibbs. We want to see him running cup. Why not do some cup starts? He could run a third twenty three eleven car if they weren't fighting for one of four spots. That's a big risk to prep a whole car for for whatever to see a car like that. That'd be the example. I mean, that, uh, I think there was wasn't there a car that went home from I mean, Daytona. Chase. Yeah, I'm I'm sure, I could I mean, be wrong. I mean, I think no, there were. There's two cars that went home for Daytona. So right. I, mean, I mean, but like, why though? I'm saying like, why do that to yourself if you're already struggling? It gets just a thought. Like, look at Chase Elliott at what Darlington got sent home in the Xfinity race because of rain. Mm-hmm. That happens, right? But if there's no incentive for a 2311 to have a 46 car out there. For one weekend, even though Ty Gibbs has the backing from Toyota and Monster, and or at least a decent backing from Monster, to go run a car at some track that he's going to have to go to and kind of see where he measures up. I mean, I, I think they should, even unsponsored, go see where he measures up. I think he'd make it, but it would be an outlet for guys to put their own deals together to get up through there and try. Yeah, I, no, I, 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 I think you still have that now, though. I, I right, to some degree. Yeah. It's now, just not as prevalent as it was years ago. And, and I know the, was, the rides aren't as competitive. Go ahead, Josh. It was just brought up on the Dale Jr. download. How long do you think until Junior Motorsports has a cup team? I don't know. I think like they talked about it. They said the money has to be right. And I think yeah. Denny Hamlin had a lot of good points on there. Like if and, and I think that kind of speaks where the charter is good for security. But until you aren't sponsor reliant. None of it really matters until a guy like if Denny Hamlin, and Michael Jordan can't put a competitive team out there without corporate backing. We got a problem. That money right. that they're winning has to go back into the teams, not necessarily the racetracks. 
not all of it anyway, not that percentage of it. And until they write that, this is going to be a problem. If you can get it to where I think he used the analogy, if, if you told me I could buy this race team, run out the whole schedule and not lose money, that's a hell of a deal. And that would just come by winnings and performance. Um, that's kind of a probably unrealistic bar, but if you're thinking at it, if you don't need a $35 million sponsorship, maybe a guy that is got mostly no backing could get there quicker. We don't have guys like Ouija or whoever, Cody Ware. Yeah. All these kind of guys are in the field. They, they Not that they're bad drivers, but they're not ready. They just have the money to get there. Yeah, I, I I see what you're saying there. Uh the whole the whole landscape of that is muddy. Uh, it's just it's yeah, it's just it's too expensive now. Right. For a lot of people to want to go you know, you get a lot of these sponsors, which is good. There's a lot more dipping their toes into the pool. Right. But there's you know, how many spot like Denny Hamlin's one of the last ones where you have a sponsor on that car all year? You see a FedEx yeah. car, you know who it is. Yeah, like we, you don't have your the days of a sponsor being completely in the water with the driver in a car um, and funding it basically for an entire season are gone. It's your year, but it's good because you still are bringing in a plethora of other sponsorships, right. even if it is just part time deals on part time deals. Uh, it makes it diverse and yeah. and you know it makes it a uh, I don't want to say success. I guess successful business model right. because you can go For out and you could just be like you could go talk to instead of trying to find that one big fish that's gonna anchor your team you could go out and talk to 15 sponsors and say hey I'm asking for this much for like three races you know right. a little bit more work but you know it you probably can get more that way. I was in a conversation last night and it, this kind of ties together. Think about the two thousands and nineties. Sure. Sponsorship was cheaper, right? But how much those sponsors did with activation, like the commercials, there's so many, even Nextel when they were sponsoring yeah. NASCAR, they, they got the most bang for their dollar. Part of it was because they were on the car every week. So you were so recognizable. You see a driver's suit, you boom, you know who it is. You seen a car, you knew who it was. You knew the brand. Um, like Miller Lite, you knew it was Rusty Wallace for forever, right? Um, now it's like, you, well, one Miller Lite's not even there. Now you have sponsors, you have sponsors bouncing from car to car within an organization. Right. And it's like, what is going on? And they're not doing any. There's no ad campaigns really. Like the closest we had was Denny Hamlin's goofy like pajamas one with Dominoes and things like that. Yep. And I don't understand from a marketing side. If you're going to dump that much money into it and you're putting it all on the racetrack, based on how these broadcasts are, why why would you do that? Like, you better be activating at the track. When I was at Martinsville this year, you didn't see, like, any sponsor activations. You saw um, Advanced Auto Parts Weekly Series. You had iRacing Sim Rigs. That was the sponsor activation at the track, at, at least as far as general fans could go to. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, it was so much different than going to Pocono or Charlotte in 05 or in 03, mm-hmm. where they, you had Chevy with their Monte Carlo tents and everything. I guess we had Chevy there, too. But it was yeah, like, I was going to say, Chevy still does that. Right. But Chevy like, and Ford, I think they still do that. So but that's manufacturers, on. you know? Right. They have no choice. And that's easy for them. If I'm, if I'm putting my name on the card, if I'm 
like I don't know what Moose is, whatever is on Chastain's car yeah. is. Like I, I remember seeing that review. I don't know what the hell it is. Come to the either. racetrack. Yeah. Get some like get more do more than just slap your name on the car because that's not gonna work anymore. I wouldn't say you don't see it at all though. Uh I think the first thing I think of, and it, it, it's a it's a little bit different, but it's it's an example of a of a sponsor going all in. Think about Nas Energy Drink. They're you know the it's for the outlaws, but like even you know they they sponsor a bunch of Stenhouse's cars, mm-hmm. you know, and when that car's at the racetrack or you go to a World of Outlaw events, they're giving you out. Nas Energy Drink. You're going, there, exactly. You know what I mean? They're there. They're pushing the brand. They're trying to get you to become a fan of the brand. And that's uh, 100% so you, what they should be doing. Yeah. And I get, I, I am 100% with you. You see a lot less than that than you used to, but I, it's still there. It's still there. Right, I just think, there. I think marketing, I think... marketing in this day and age of social media is so much different that they're going to, all these companies are going to try to do something cheaper. You right. know, and going, sending people all over the country to tracks to give out free products or free samples isn't exactly uh, it's not cost efficient, but it's also it's not cost the value. efficient when you could just you could just have a viral ad on Twitter, right? You know absolutely. I mean? But if you're already paying, say, X amount of million dollars to be on a car, then you should go capitalize on that uh, and get to the racetrack and really go all in on it like how many little debbie's ken Schraders did you see in the damn grocery store like yeah like do more i'm not saying even go to the track just do more do little things like that connect with it but i do think it's hard because they don't have they aren't all in on a full season so why go and put all that in right i I, I I agree I get I get both sides to that point too. When was the last time you saw like a a NASCAR booth set up at like a Lowe's with a car out there, or like a Home Depot, or you know a Love's truck stop? World of Outlaws are just now starting to get back to that, and it's great. I remember Shoehart was down at the Rudders, Rudders. like twenty Rudders, and every day come back to town just from Lincoln. It's like it's their freaking hour. Just like why are we there for an hour? It's like oh, because or like uh. Shout out to like Jordan Gibbler and Dakota Coon from our arm racing guys. They were at a State Farm, one of their sponsors. I went there to see them just there for brand activation for State Farm. Um, I should have wore the hat to make them real happy, but uh, just like things that are cool. Like if you're driving down the road and you say, "Oh, there's a there's a damn spray car." As yep. a kid, that's gonna be cool. And like, yeah, you don't see that, dude. I met the one of the best days of my life was I got to meet Bill Elliott um, at. A McDonald's in my hometown in Hazleton. Uh, a McDonald's that I ended up working at when I was a couple of years older in high school. Just because you met I, Billy Elliot there, you wanted to... Yes, exactly. <laughs> right. That's exactly, exactly why I wanted to work there. I, I had the best member. Dude, he was just sitting in a booth in McDonald's. Line, the car was outside. When when NASCAR would come back to Pocono, you would see show cars all over the place in the area where you could just go take pictures with the cars. Drivers would be there. And that was still actually shouts out to that. I I found this today. My Billy <laughs> fan club from nineteen ninety four number. Um, but yeah, like that. Honestly, I wanted to work at that McDonald's because I met Bill Elliott there, and I'm like, right. you know, that's kind of weird. But 
no, it's also, it was also my it was also my the McDonald's in my town too, and I needed a job. But oh, you didn't drive two hours for this McDonald's? Yeah. <laughs> no, was right down the it, street. It wasn't like McDonald's was my dream job or anything. Don't get me wrong, but it was. <laughs> oh, you, I mean, you know, there's some days I wish I could go back to the McDonald's and just work there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, a couple last year. Do you remember that sponsor that Parker Kligerman ran a couple times? It was fast. They'd have the black card and just say fast on it, but it'd have the QR codes. Right. It was, it was fast.com. And they did such a cool thing. I got two of them. But if you like were watching TV and you scanned the QR code, it would you'd get a $1 hoodie off their website. That's so, the like, exact activation I'm talking yep. about right yeah. there. And then you are some creativeness. You are they, starting to see some creativeness. That's what that's they need good. to do. Is you know, if they if they're mm. gonna, they need to you know go full on in the social media thing and do where like you go onto TikTok or whatever and scan the QR code on the card and it's like congratulations, you get a one dollar hoodie. And that's kind of going back to my thing where I think maybe you do see maybe a little less um, of the stuff that you used to see back in the '90s and early 2000s because it all is social media driven. It's cheaper to do. It's cheaper to, uh, in a sense. It's it's cheaper to advertise, advertise. But then you could do things like that, right? Where people are That's they have it. Bush Light and, does their whole promos instead of having to go to a tent at a track and go and you know get the sample, which is still cool. You could do something like what Josh just said, and it's in the palm of your hand instantly. Yep. Right. So right, just do a lot of different ways to do it. Like, but yeah, exactly. Do something. Do something. Do something. Like, don't yeah. just be complaining that you have to pay five million a raise yeah. for a card we can't even recognize like how many times has blaney had a different sponsor i don't know what the hell a card is if it's not menards i don't know what the hell the red is on the front i know body armor is probably like, that's not good for them i mean like i yeah. don't know and it, I, it's I mean, crazy maybe it's, you have like maybe a, it's maybe it's Cindric's car who knows you have like, a, you, you have a sponsor like dewalt and it's bouncing around joe gibbs cars like dewalt can't even like get like a cardboard cutout of a driver holding one of their tools in a freaking Lowe's because it's the, it awesome. switches drivers right. constantly. Like, how much of that is because like that would be someone smarter than others to do that. But like that just means they're not tied to a driver. They're t- tied to the organization. And that's, that's kind of on Joe Gibbs. Like just let them and maybe DeWalt too. We don't know what goes on. But like, dude, like, all right, you're on the 20 car. Deal with it. Mm-hmm. Chris Bell is your guy. Maybe that's what like, I don't know. Always it's not good business, but Part of that is like that. Like, what the hell was Reesers? That was on Truex's car yesterday. It's a food mart. I know I what think. it is. Yeah, but it's more like I didn't know what it was. I was like, I don't have no idea well, what it is. I, I know we used to sell it. It's from New York, I believe, because we used to sell it in my store. Uh, like their packaged stuff. Um, I know they make like potato salad and shit. Right, and <laughs> but it, used to, it used to be the kind of stuff on like, random cars. Like Truex has an established. He's either in what automotive. <laughs> Bass Pro or Bass the automotive or... or whatever that other thing is. But yeah, it's usually the Bass Pro cars. Like, why ruin that? Chop it with this whatever the hell car. But Bass Pro is also, it's also, it's also on Ty Dillon's car half the year, too. Right, pisses me off, too. But so, I mean, I is think... it a thing? You st- that's a brand still getting involved in the sport, just spreading the love, I guess. Right, I like which I what... get, which is smart on no part, I guess. But for me, it makes me mad. I think it's, I think that's some of it. It's on the owners, too. You know, I like what Trackhouse is doing. Trackhouse is going out, and you can really tell they're putting in a lot of thought into who they want their sponsor to be. They're not taking everybody. They're taking who yeah. they want their sponsor to be. And they're and they're different. Yep. And it's well, they, they, their sponsors. And the cars are, are different, and everything's different. Yep. It's awesome. Their sponsors are younger. You know, they're mm-hmm. they're going after a, a very specific target audience. They're trying to mm-hmm. get the younger people. 
They got cool ass cars. Mm-hmm. They got fast cars. I think they are partially the future of NASCAR. They are a mid team that can jump up and you know, maybe in a couple years if they keep this up and keep running it in the right direction, uh they could be up there with a Gibbs and a Hendrick consistently. Yep. And, you know, being one of those teams that are competing for a championship I and mean, they are this year. You know, they could be named in the same breath as those guys though. I mean we're already kinda of, like I said, we're already kinda of starting to talk about it because right. they're of how innovative that we have been and everything. But Aiden Beerline out here said Jimmy being a McDonald's worker just doesn't sound right. Yeah, I know. Because Mr. Smooth I, wouldn't ever. I used to always pop nuggets. I was <laughs> I used to work the grill. I used to always have to work the morning shift, four o'clock in the morning, or I had to work the night shift and close at like I was I was I was always the reason why the uh, milkshake machine was broken because I was always cleaning it. So. <laughs> way, to be, way to be a guy so yeah it was a high school job um, alright let's just wrap up the, tra- the truck race here um, Raja Karuth first ever cup truck start got 11th place finish I saw somewhere else where he was 10th I'm not sure but um, uh, but, but yeah I'll say it, officially 11th it looks like yeah it, officially 11th Good day for him. I know he had a spin at one point. One of the very, greatest, very impressive debuts. One of the greatest saves I've ever seen. Where did you yeah. see where he missed that wreck high and just never hit the wall? If he if he didn't if he didn't spin, he's probably running in yep. to the wrecked car. <laughs> you know? So yeah. he spun it and didn't hit it, hit anything. It was impressive. So uh, he's a young kid. I think he's what like eighteen. Yeah, I think so. Um, uh, he's there was super a- young. There was a couple drivers in that truck race that were making their debuts. One of them was 17. Um, another one was 19. There were some really young guys in there, but definitely the cream of the crop was Raja. And it, and a good car. That seven car is basically Hendrick affiliated. Yep. Um, so it's good. So, I mean, hey, there's another Chevy guy potentially coming up through the ranks there. I'm not um, not a fan. I'm, I'm, I think, you know, uh, I don't think... There's a whole lot of talent there, but this has probably been one of the best races of the year for Haley Deegan. Started 26th, yep. finished 15th, actually finished, didn't wreck, you know, get wrecked down. I know a lot got of this. In... Her and Friesen got into it, though. Yeah, yeah. her and Friesen got into it. <laughs> you leave Haley Deegan alone. Uh, <laughs> she needs to. She's got to finish yeah. more. Yeah, she, she's got to pick fault. it up. They're not her fault, but she's just got to learn to but, put but herself in better you, positions. Exactly. She's she's putting herself in those situations by not being fast enough to be up front to avoid it. Yep. Um, Man, is it the truck? I mean, uh, you go and look truck. at her teammates. Are they, I mean, Zane, is Zane Smith's her teammate, right? I no, don't think that's so. Probably, no. Yeah, I don't think but, so. But I mean... What other Fords are out there? Three in the top Tanner, 30. Tanner and Taylor Gray? Yeah, three in That's the top it. 30. There's literally only four Fords. It's just I mean, they're all on the same team. Is it so all DJR? Haley Deegan, Tanner Gray, and then Taylor Gray, which I think that was one of his first. One of the, one of the two Grays was real young. Yeah, you might be right, Chris. It is DJR. I think it is. DJR, the front row isn't there. It's, it's DJR now, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think you're right. I think they are all actually teammates. I thought 38 was still DGR or front row. 
maybe the other one was DGR. I'm sure regardless. they're connected in some way. But Beyond regardless, she's. I mean, apparently, I mean, the way I'm looking at this is, uh, don't buy an F-150. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, you click the Tundra is the way to go. Yeah, I mean, Toyota's just absolutely, this has turned into the, I mean, they just need to sponsor the, the Toyota Camping World Series. Yeah. Um, Zane Smith, do want to give him a shout out. He got a top 10 finish, he was pretty fast. Didn't really have the cleanest race, but not a bad race either. Chris Buescher had COVID. He ran for, for Chris Buescher. He finished 17th. Uh, actually pretty impressive. He stayed clean the entire race. Um... I think he's a guy that you see probably he, he bumps up to something next year. He's dominating the truck series to an extent. I mean, he has three wins. He's the only, and he's just he's up there competing. He probably could have a couple more. Uh, just didn't have the um, the lux in in some of them. I had to look it up because I wasn't I hadn't heard anything, and there's still technically I guess nothing. But Carson Hosevar. Um, you know, might have broke his ankle, got his foot stuck, got hit in a wreck, and frame bent around his foot, and but he hasn't released anything on what the results are. But I saw the video going around of that, and a lot of people complaining that the uh safety crew the safety crew was too long to get there. I I don't agree with no. any of that. He had his would note that down, which is the universal sign that hey, I'm okay. They had three other cars wrecked that they were checking on. You know, you could see Hosevar moving around. So they and they went over. It was about thirty seconds or so after, and then they were like, "Oh, okay." You, you know, it's, what were you gonna do? It's not like he was dying. If it was, he was. I was right. Like, they. I heard the radio. Like, uh, if you heard the radio of him, like sitting there, like he was panicking a little bit, which. I'm sure anybody would, because you're stuck. You're stuck yeah, in the middle of the like racetrack. Yeah, he sounds like me with a broken ankle. Right. <laughs> like, fucking help me. <laughs> he, he, he couldn't get out. You know, you're, he was the only one sitting in the middle of the racetrack. Everybody else was down around the apron. But, I, I mean, I was, I didn't think they, they had a lot to, they had a lot to do there. I mean. Right. Then, 100%. He's still on the track. They're sitting in the grass. His window is down, so he's not. He's capable of doing they, that. They so, weren't like rushing to him. Don't get me wrong, but right, they didn't rush. There was no need. Yeah, right. I'm with you. They, I mean, I get they got there as soon as you could still hear trucks coming through. Yeah. like they so, were just coming after the checkered flag still barreling through, right. and so, they were all out there on the track already. They naturally went to the people not on the racetrack first, in my yes. opinion. Yeah, and his window that if his window is still up, that changes things. I think yep. a little bit, but that's not the case. I agree. Yeah, I, I thought it was unfair. I saw a lot of bashing on Twitter about the track crew. I'm like, man, like, you guys don't understand. Right. You'd want them to be there two seconds after. It's just not possible all the time. And they were there. He was okay. Yeah, I get it. His ankle hurts, but it's not like he was on fire in the car or he was knocked unconscious right. or was, you know, I get it. He's injured, but not not that bad. Um, hopefully. Awesome. We'll, ho- hoping. We'll find out when we hear. But. Probably he seemed to be okay. He gave a thumbs up when he was getting pulled out on the stretcher. That's probably a lesson for him. I mean, if you, you know, from now on, don't put your window net down. If he'd have left his window net up, there'd have been 10 people at that truck before Absolutely. they went to any of the ones on the bottom. And, and at the end of the day, I get it. His ankle hurt and he was stuck, but he was fine. 
He didn't no need to get right. out of the car quick. You know what I'm saying? Right, so, getting out did solve nothing for him. It, it, exactly. <laughs> it was it wasn't gonna other than getting him unstuck. It wasn't gonna change anything. The damage was already done. It wasn't like he was bleeding profusely or something like that. So, hopefully. So know. I want to give a shout out to the track crew when all these other people are right. out there bathroom right. for doing their goddamn job. <laughs> um, so, uh, we want to talk about the Coke 600 at all I don't have much to say about it I know we missed two weeks here so we wanted to touch on it um, Kenny Hamlin it. won it was seemed like to be a wreck fest I didn't see very much of it other than I highlights I think it was it sounded a lot of the Coke 600 you know you had to survive 600 miles and good for them to just straight send it all the way through. Yeah. It Chaos, was good racing. It looked like How it many costs was there? Um, it was a lot. 18? 18, I think. See, I was at the night. We had that, what, 22 costumes in 05? That was a long-ass night. I was that there. Was, I think was the most chaos. viral thing there is the Cliff Daniels, you know, the, the one of the greatest pep talks in NASCAR history. <laughs> right. To Kyle Larson, but <laughs> it, it, was, it was, I thought it was a great race. I, it was long. But it was. I, yeah. I thought it was a great race. It was right. just hard racing the entire time. Yeah. Right. Often Dylan just trying to put his balls in the wheelbarrow there. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> almost did. Almost succeeded. He maybe went, realized. I mean, maybe he realized he was in a wheelbarrow at the last minute and then wrecked everyone. But I mean, he went from what eighth to second in two turns. Was going for the lead. Yeah. yeah. He had it cleared at least on the outside or mostly cleared, and he moved up, I guess, to avoid Hamlin and. Just the wrong move. What are you going to do? It's good to see that race go well, though. I mean, yeah. that's a long that was race. another so. sell-up, by the way. Yeah. And yeah, that's a long race, and it's hot. We know how hot it was down where yeah. we were, and they were yeah. in Charlotte, and it was probably hotter. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, That's all I had on that. Yeah, that's all I got on that. Shouts out to Jeremy Zarfos, Alex Robinson, Ashton Crowder. I know you guys want to get on the podcast. We'll get <laughs> you guys on one day. Um, but thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for checking us out. Um, once we're getting back into a group here, we'll, we'll try get to... back on once we're not trying to cram three weeks worth of life. Yeah, <laughs> right. So guys, right. Yeah, once we'll... I know announcers like to talk a lot. So yes. Alex and Crowder, we know you. We know you. Yeah. And Jeremy... We know Jeremy too. So you all in the same. You guys boat. all like to talk as much as we do. So, <laughs> <laughs> got him. We'll, 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 we're gonna, you know, probably try to get like a guest slot in the show here weekly, and we'll start getting you guys on. We, we guys all have a lot of interesting stories, a lot of great points of views, and we definitely want to get you guys on there. But we really <laughs> respect you guys for checking us out, man. Hundred <clears throat> percent. Um. So yeah, Coke Six Hundred. Let's go into dirt. Um, let's go. Let's just start with this past weekend before we go back to our endeavors. Um, I really don't even want to talk about this. Danny Dietrich, is Smeal here? No, Smeal's not here. I don't see watching. We're gonna probably find out. Um, Danny Dietrich wins the inaugural Steve Smith Memorial Race at Lincoln, 19,000 dollars. Um, he also won Friday at Williams Grove. Just wasn't a great week. It was, bad, it was really just a bad time, honestly. <laughs> it was honestly a bad I'm kind time. Kind of really, it's a sad time. My friend actually, it's a true story. My buddy 
texted me and Redneck Jesus yesterday and asked, does anyone else feel disgusted when Dan Dietrich wins? And I'm like, yeah, actually, it was gross. So gross, I left and went home. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Neil, if you're out there, it, it, FDS. It, 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 it's it, FDS. <laughs> it, it, I mean, honestly... Danny has one of these runs every year where he wins a he'll rip off a couple in a couple weeks. And it's usually around this time of year. It's usually right in the beginning of the summer. You know, we've had this argument with Smeal about you know, why why do people why do people why do we not like Danny Dietrich? Well, because when it one, because he'll complain about the same shit that he pulls on other people. Speaking of I mean, <laughs> after watching it later, well, he did give back the room, but... Before we destroy him on that, let's go back to Friday night where he, I, I hate to say it, he ran it perfectly through lap traffic. So the lap cars at Wayne's Grove were absolutely atrocious, not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Um, in his way, in everyone's way, all the whole damn feature, which went green the, green the checker. Macri ran him down. Brent Marks was coming. It was they were all in a hurry, and Dietrich. I mean, he figured it out faster. Other than that, one lap car got out. Once Danny got past him, pulled off the track. Was that that was Lincoln, wasn't it? They were running together. Either way, Danny ran a perfect race Friday night through traffic. He made a hell of a move in the three, slid two cars at once to get away from Brent Marks coming to the white. I'll give him that. Yeah, I mean, no he... FPS. <laughs> It's it's one of those things though where he he will he will go on a run like this. It was a good win for him. I'm happy for him. We need strong pot us as posse fans. We need strong teams here in PA to take on the big hitters when they come in. Keep that money local. Um, it's what Macri has been doing. Anthony Macri has. I think he's at the top of the board when it comes to money made this season. And it's all. Be local it's all local money so um and he is he's most more than anybody on the world of outlaws he he won like a hundred and forty thousand so at whatever he plus whatever he won at path and he's gotten two second place finishes or whatever now or third place finishes like 127 so a stupid amount of money he's yeah first. For, for beginning of june <laughs> right That's we didn't get big money here yet so um well we'll get more into anthony macri here in a little bit but he also, Anthony Macri did win Path Valley last night, so good for him. Um, Alex Robinson just hit the nail on the head. When going back to Dandy Dietrich, is he'll still be in the LCQ when the Outlaws come, and that's that's where the frustration is. He has such a big vocal fan base, but then when the Outlaws come to town, I mean, a couple years ago, sure, when he won National Open, but that's years ago now. now. We're talking. It, it, it that's six years ago. I think know. it's fair that most Dietrich fans are Steeler fans too. They just live in the past, so yes, they just don't know how to let go, right? That's what it is. That's a good. Um, that's a good. That's a. It, it all checks out because there's there's more to this, more layers that also fit the mold. Yes, but, yeah, we 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 can sniff out a Danny Dietrich fan. We've been doing some experimenting at tracks, and <laughs> before you even see a person's shirt, you know, you can tell if they're a Dietrich fan or not. There's so there's a couple telltale signs. So I need to know. I need to. I need to know what these are. No, I'll have to tell um, you you'll have to tell. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want. I don't want to ruin it. It's, it's only June, well, guys. We got yeah. time. I don't. I don't want to offend any of our fans either. So, <laughs> um, except for Smeal, except for Smeal, because FDS. 
But <laughs> um, yeah, I want to give a shout out AJ Flick, man. Uh, two out of the five Western Speed Week shows got rained out. The other three, AJ Flick won all of them. Um, and they had good car counts. They had about 35 cars every night. Uh, he won at Lernerville, which is kind of expected. That's his, that's his territory. But then he won Sharon. And then he won, um, where do they run? Tri, was it Tri-City, Tri-City up near Erie. Tri-City, yeah. Tri-City, yeah. mid-afternoon race yesterday. Yeah. And he ends up winning the PA Speed Week title, which is good for him. Because, uh, hopefully he can carry that momentum coming back to Port Royal. Um, Port Royal only had 17 cars on Saturday, but there's 47 cars for the Steve Smith Memorial at Lincoln. Awesome to see. Uh, the, the, feature, the feature didn't freaking start till like after 1130. Stevie so. Smith are here. Steve Smith Memorial. Um, go into that. That was, a, that was wild. 47 sprint cars. Non-sanctioned, right? Packed. It was non-sanctioned. Is that correct? <laughs> Just ignore Jeremy. <laughs> Jerry said neck tattoos and tab support. Those are two telltale signs of a Danny Dietrich fan. I will say that. From what we did. <laughs> um, and occasionally infield fighting. Oh, if in, there's an infield the, fight happening, it's a Danny Dietrich fan. Especially if it's before hot laps. I've seen it. Especially if it's before hot laps. And I've seen it three out <laughs> of the last five weeks, so it's <laughs> basically a fact now. Um, oof. Uh, this is no longer uh, no longer a hypothesis. This is no, no it's it's a <laughs> so Steve Smith Memorial. Um, so true. I watched him. I watched him flow racing. Um, That's so true. <laughs> we just lost our host. All right, uh, we lost our host. <laughs> Jeremy, you've you've killed him. Um, it's, so it's finally happened. <laughs> Memorial, 47 sprint cars, USAC 360s. That was a decent Our, feature. Uh, Carmen Perigo, shout out. The Perigos uh, are really big in this show, as we yes. will get back to. But yes. Danny Dietrich being Danny Dietrich again. Um, and in my opinion, making sure Anthony Macri did not win that race. Yeah. I know Macri made the. Maybe stepped he, on he, it. He, he stepped on it a little bit, but one, the lap car of Trey Hebner was just... That's what I was talking about that, I think that was the problem for Macri ma- majority. Because Hebner was running low, then Macri went high to get around him, and then all of a sudden Hebner went high. And it just it held him up. Like I, I kept saying, I was saying during the race when we were watching it together, I'm like, Macri's got to, he can't fuck around with the slap traffic. He's got to get around them. And he kind of, he was a little patient with Hibner. And then when he changed his line, Hibner changed his line too. And I don't understand why. Because uh, it's not like he was battling another car. Um, and that really held up Macri. That let Dietrich get to him. Dietrich did leave him more room after I went back and watched it later. But it was just more Macri jumping over the cushion. But, the angles, you can still see where it's going to go. Yeah, Dietrich could have left him more room. He did not need to make that move there. Um, but he, he needed to make a move. I get it. You know, they're all going to say, you know, the Dietrich fans are going to say, hey, 19K on the line, blah, blah, blah. But didn't. If he just gives him a little bit more room, Macri doesn't get into the wall. I don't think. I don't think he has to go over the cushion in order to avoid him. They're worried about 19K when it comes to like the big 40, 50K 
We're setting five K races. We won't even see him. So it doesn't yeah, matter. we won't even see him. He'll be trying to get out of the B main. So be down there fighting in the infield before hot. No, it, it, it in comparison to someone like Anthony Macri, who's going to be up there fighting for a win because he proved it. Hell, Man, even Logan he Wagner, he at least did that. Yep, one track wonder, as Dietrich fans say. Hey, uh, just to uh, I, I was looking it up, but um, do, do you know who's leading the points at Lincoln? Danny Dietrich. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, did he take it over from Gordon? He's also leading Williams Grove in case you want to keep raining on our uh, parade. No, Raymer, well, he's going to miss, Freddie though. Raymer's second. Hey, he's going to miss because he's going to do Ohio Speed Week, so. It's Williams Grove. He's going to miss two going, weeks. Is Macri going with him? No. Why? He's not going to Ohio Speed Week. Why would, not, why would Macri stay home? That's dumb. Why would he go to Ohio? Because he's going to fucking take all their money. That's why. No. Dietrich's not going to do it. Dietrich might. He's, run, like... he's run, run well in Ohio Speed Weeks. So he wins Ohio Speed Weeks. He's going to miss two Fridays. So if he, he wins Ohio Speed Weeks, oh, is he redeemed? I don't even want to think about that. But we can't not root for him. We're in a weird complex here. He's one of our guys. Yeah, I can, we I like can not root for him. I'm... We root for Smeal when he races. Oh, Tyler Courtney. You're a hater. Hayden Beardline said someone found a way to put a mirror in their car. And maybe. <laughs> or a plow. Um, we're, what, a little bit over an hour here? Can we time out for a quick break? Yeah. And then we'll come back and we'll talk a little bit more about Weikert Weekend.
Alright guys, thank you guys for hanging with us here. Here we are with the Jeremy Zarfos photo of the week. Uh, there was a lot to choose from, but we really wanted to choose this one this week. Uh, as you can see right here, that's Brett Perigo post-race Port Royal uh, after the Sportsman uh, feature where he led most of the race. He led most of the race and finished second. Uh, the two inter the turn two terribles were out in full force. This was you could see me on the far left with the American flag cowboy hat on. Is that you? Um, yeah, that's me. <laughs> I didn't know that was you. That's Griffey's hat over there. <laughs> that was Griffey's okay. hat. That shouts out us to Griffey for let me borrow that hat. Um, I was gonna ask you all who that. I was like, whoever this person is on the left, we I we I could be friends with. Well, worked out. I, didn't know, I didn't know that it was Jimmy. I just saw the hat and I was like, I fucking love it. And then Maybe from I... left to right, you got Andrew May, you got Jaden Bigaman, you got Tyler File, and you got FDS there on the right. Fuck David Smeal. No, and I love, it, love David Smeal. Shouts out. And I'm on the left of Jimmy off screen. Oh, yeah, he's a little. Chris was there. Chris was there. Big yeah, smile there. on Brett's face. Um, it was a blast. I think I had more fun watching that race, cheering Brett on. Um, and he, when he got out, he got interviewed on Flow Racing, and um, they one made a comment about his big uh, <laughs> fan club, and then first first people he he uh, he thanked was the Turn Two Terribles. That's awesome. So uh, uh, it was great. I got to get that clip up on on the website or on the YouTube or something because we'll, it was we'll great. get it on we'll get it on Instagram or we'll do something. We, with we can it make it part sure. of the intro. Yeah, we yeah, absolutely that. should. Yes. Um, it was so cool though seeing him get out of the car because we were going ballistic, right? Mm -hmm. Like, um, and he got out of the car. And I think at first he was a little concerned for his health and well-being because <laughs> he heard a bunch of lunatics. But once he kind of figured it out, just how much he let out, so cool. The whole thing was cool. Especially we talked to him on Monday, and and he was like, he could see us in the car when he's driving around each yeah. time, seeing us just going nuts. <laughs> that was that was cool, and then he he watched the broadcast back, and he saw the swarm run towards his car before yeah, they got they, they off. They it was after the Wiker feature, so they were still like interviewing and pushing Anthony Macri back to the pits. So they had all the cars for their feature sitting on the backstretch with their engines off. So we decided to run over to go say what's up to him because he was started. He started on the pole of the race. And uh, just as we got to his car, they fired him up and they moved. <laughs> so, <laughs> but you could also see us on like five, racing. Like five minutes him. long. We were standing there for a long time, and it finally, I think Samil or someone had a good idea. We should go see Brett. So we all took off running, but it was just like, if you thought it was like two minutes earlier, this would have been yeah, so yeah. much cooler. But uh, it was awesome. It was such a fun race. I, I, it was in the beginning, I was so hyped just watching him lead. And then after about five laps, I almost got like nervous parent vibes. I'm like, nah, now right. he can't lose. Right. Like he can't right. lose now. But Steve Wilbur, man, he's a wily old vet, just really, really good in what he gets in and he ends lives, up winning that race. He lives about just, 10 blocks from me. Steve Wilbur? Yeah. I didn't know no, that. No. Well, his whole. So, yeah. So I actually went to school with his nephew and the plumbing service that's on some of the cars and the trucks that he does, they, I don't know if it's him, I don't know where he lives, but one of them lives like 10 blocks away. I don't know if it's his brother, Jeff or who, but yeah, I met one of the first race cars I ever sat in was Steve Wilbur's sportsman wing sportsman way back in the day with auto locator on it. Yeah. 
Like he used That's to actually cool. work with my dad, or enough that we all knew him. He's a lunatic. He he, uh, he was pretty cool. It was um I know when he because he he was in Parked in Victory Lane. We were standing right there as well, and I was like, hey, at least somebody put the Wiker car in Victory Lane. It's just right. more of a shot at Danny Dietrich, but it was it was cool for him. I was a little mad, you know, because I would rather much right. rather seen Brett win, but right. it was still cool to see. Steve it turned win. out, yeah, Steve. I mean, he's a he's been running everything, right? He runs his he, he just ran. He ran. I think whatever he ran, he, path, he ran Path Valley yesterday in a four ten. I'm, sure. I'm sure he probably had the three fifty eight in there, but he ran Williams Grove on Friday night with the three sixty mm-hmm. for the US Tech East Coast guys. Um, good for him to see. I think he said. That was his first win at Port Royal in his career, and he's had a long career. Like since yeah. I was a kid, he's been racing. Sportsmen Dude, don't really. I mean, what what does he run there? Right, I don't. Right, mm-hmm. like I grew up, he was running a a, a sportsman, a wing sportsman. So, mm-hmm. um, kind of like Brett like Carmen Perigo was. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, it's kind of cool. Kind of cool to see that. Wish Brett would have won. That'd yeah. been awesome. Probably would have burned a place down though. Yeah, we, we would have burned it. We down. almost, we were we almost to burn it anyway. Down, right? We almost burned it down anyway, but if he would have won, there'd be no Port Royal. It'd been iRacing only. But if, if you go back and you watch that broadcast and you hear a lot of screaming in the background when when Brett's getting interviewed, that's that's us right there. We're, not, we're screaming for him. That's not 12-year-old girls by, at an NSYNC concert. Well, that's no, not her too no. terrible. And, <laughs> it's, say it's, just a bunch, it's a bunch of It's a bunch of fucking dudes acting like 12-year-old girls at an NSYNC concert. When he says us... The voice that is clearest about Perigo is definitely Jimmy's. The rest of <laughs> us are just yelling nonsense. Jimmy kind of leads it, and we all follow in, which kind of mimics. You hear noise, but like you can hear Jimmy like Perigo. <laughs> I was it was awesome just watching him come around in the lead every every lap was was awesome. It was so cool to see. Uh, congratulations to him. It was a hell of a run. Would have been nice to see him win, but. Second place, man. That's it was an awesome, awesome race. Um, let's get in the talk about the rest of Wiker weekend. Me, Chris, and I were there camped all weekend. Started the cornhole tournament. We want you want to talk about the cornhole. I tournament? haven't heard the results of this. I was wondering. We, about uh, we, talked. we, we should. Uh, so we, we lost to two women who were very, very good. Um, one had a newborn child. Um, she was very nice. Was she? Oh, no, they were very nice. They were very nice. Was she I don't holding know. the newborn child and being no, a cornhole? No, behind us in a, in a little honest, rocker. She, well, her, I'm not even lying. It was no, no, the girl that I was competing against. Her newborn child, I think, was behind you and her teammate. So I'm not really sure how that works. Okay, yeah, but, uh, but either even way. still, she could have been holding that newborn child and probably still beat us. To be still honest. could have beat us. <laughs> we didn't get swept. We didn't. Her we newborn swept. child probably would have beat us. Yes. I probably would have been better if I was throwing her newborn child instead of the bags. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it got worse. It got worse. It's like we got beat by a 10 year old punk. It was double elimination. Which we weren't hoping it wasn't because after we got smoked, Jimmy goes, This is, we're done, right? He goes, No, it's double. Like, fuck. (laughs) So we had to wait and we lost to a a nice gentleman and his uh, uh, nice son. Who was about ten polite. years old? Who absolutely who, destroyed us? <laughs> yeah, I can tell you this: this kid's been breaking bushes since he was in the womb. He is mad at like, no. I wouldn't fight this kid. Walks over. He's telling his dad to keep trying. Like this kid was. Yeah, he was telling. He was no oh, joke. You're good. You're good. You're good, man. Just keep throwing. And they're all they're like, all playing the strategy shit. Like 
block this. I'm like, bro, you don't need to worry about any of that with us, bro. Like, <laughs> Dude, we, all we, we do is straight holes, bro. We're I holes or no. Half the time. <laughs> it's holes or no's. So, <laughs> it's punk kid. That was definitely the best set of cornhole boards and bags I ever played with, though. So, shouts out to them. Pretty, pretty uh, shouts out to the mid-pen cornhole place. It was fun. It was it was a lot of fun. Um, and shouts out to Port Royal for putting it on. Even though we got our asses kicked, we still had a blast. It was a good way to kick the weekend off for sure. And what we knew is we left there. We're like, we're gonna go back to our porch and beat up on our own monkeys. Yes, which is what we did. Which is what we did. We we destroyed everybody who came on That's our a real posse thing to say, but yeah. we're doing it. That's what happened. We, we went back on our own porch. Yeah. Um. So Not yeah. Saturday. So. Saturday, yeah, Saturday right yeah so um man Saturday's race bro that was so good it was um Anthony Macri ended up getting the win but him and Lance DeWeese had a battle um it was it was it was a really good race track was racy um not much more to say there just Anthony Macri doing Anthony Macri things got the pass on the last lap coming out of the last corner him and Lance are drag racing to the line. Uh, just another prototypical great Port Royal race. I mean, just that place just knows how to put good races on most of, excuse me, most of the time. Uh, um, important announcement about Port Royal. You guys want to no, make? Not, not yet. Not yet. Oh, Easy. Okay. Soft tees. <laughs> soft tees. Soft tees. Sunday it's then was fun was, coming. Was the was the Weikert. Um Sunday yeah. we tailgated pretty hardy. Yeah, decent. We uh paid a heavy price for Sunday. You did. No, no, we good. all did. I was well that's right. You spent all the things. So it was like ninety no, degrees you, that day. You we decided, decided to get a football. No, you're missing the fact the fatal flaw was you spent all morning lathering up in sunscreen while yes. I decided to go not do that. I lathered up like a like a little bitch, and, and you know what? I paid Zero the price. Like a little butt. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I actually my back of my leg it's peeling now. Finally, a week later, so it's fine. The worst part about doing the sunscreen was it kept getting in my eyes. It kept fucking with my eyes. <clears throat> but I'd rather that than sunburn. So sucks to be you, bro. I mean, on a scale of things that happened that day, that was the worst. Yeah, I mean, uh, w- yep. Uh, uh, we got on TV. My dog we, got on TV. Shady? Uh, Shady got on TV? Shady got on TV. Say, don't talk uh, about Jaden like that. Jaden <laughs> and Tyler <laughs> File both got on TV as well. We were next to the... They had a tailgate contest. Best tailgate con- uh, contest. Uh, Steve Post. Shouts out to Steve Post driving around. I got... Gave me some donuts in the morning. Um, <laughs> and then he was over there partying with... Um, I don't, they had like a luau themed tailgate. They won the best tailgate contest, and we got a bunch of jello shots. And uh, we got on TV because we were right next to it, kind of by um, by association. I'm not going to answer that question. Um. <laughs> question: My car is on the Facebook post. Famous. Is and it? My, and my cornhole boards. Fun fact. Nice. Yeah. We're all, so we're, we're, we're all famous. The terribles we, we, are everywhere. The terribles were everywhere that weekend. We going back to the cornhole tournament. Everybody just named with their like entered with their name like <laughs> Billy and Bob. This was know. the worst part. And then, this was definitely and then, not. There's like 40 brand. teams. They all were just like two first names. Right. And then 
Turn two terribles. Turn two terribles. And then that one <laughs> team that copied us, those twisted metal. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, they're, they're, they're not even a real team. They probably won. They probably did. <laughs> they, they probably had jerseys. They probably had, like, they they had jerseys and everything. Yeah, they had they gloves, did. dude. They didn't know you had. You didn't know you could play cornhole with gloves. What is this? I thought you were supposed to just get like drunk and throw bags in the hole. Right, right. Um, but yeah, su- uh, Sunday was awesome. Weikert, again, Anthony Macri, big balls, McGee, just out there sweeping. He is just on fire. Um, it, Brent Marks was chasing him down. The, uh, Sunday's race wasn't as good as Saturday's race, but it was still pretty good. Very racy. Um, yeah, shouts out to Anthony Macri. Yeah, it wasn't as good because we were mostly like get the hell going so we can get Brett Perigo yeah, back on the that, track. Yeah, then Brett Brett closed it out. We burnt it down. And then uh, we had to make up feature. Oh yeah, we had to make up feature. After that, that was kind of cool. Walked the pits a little bit. Logan uh, Wagner wins the makeup feature. Yes, he did. Uh, um, a bunch of guys got some tires that they should probably sell now. Not my tire, t- but the other guys. Uh, I think what was it, Tyler and Smeal? I think, um, I think they were carrying all the used tires out of the pits. <laughs> it was a great weekend. It was fun, even after uh, the. We did have uh, when we went back to our campsite. It was like one o'clock in the morning at that point, and the security guard was trying to tase. He wanted to test his taser out on Chris. I didn't so even do funny. anything. I was hanging out with Jimmy and his dad. We're being polite individuals. He just pulls it out and he's like, yeah, "He goes, I want to use this." He goes, "You want to try it?" I'm like, to use this. I, this thing's got a 25 foot range. I'll give you a head start. And he goes, like, "Can I? Can I do like, it?" And I'm like, "Are you serious right now? Absolutely just, not. That's not fair." Cool dude, but it was like 100 percent mall cop vibes, man. Like right. he was just itching. he definitely pointed. He was it. It was definitely a red it. light. I was sitting on a barrel of a taser. I'm like, bro, I already <sighs> Jaden's ankles are in my pockets. I can't run that fast anymore. <laughs> Yeah, I was dying on Sunday. We decided to play some football. And, you know, I'm trying to cover Jaden, who's about 100 pounds lighter than me and 10 years younger and more than that. <laughs> and, hey, I locked his ass down, but I paid the price. <laughs> I paid the price. I was dying. I was laying down for like an hour after that. But I think the funniest part was you were playing safety. Jaden was trying to lock me down. Smeal is my quarterback. He's a terrible quarterback, just like He's a Steelers fan would be. And yeah. I look at Jaden. He goes, I'm going to lock you down. I'm like, Jaden, I'm going to break your ankles. And then do it's some broken. shit. Jaden hits the deck. And I said, I'm going to break your ankles and run past Jimmy. I did both of those things. And then Smeal missed the throw. It was an easy throw. All you do is put up there. I actually, I was actually picking my scabs from trying to save that touchdown. <laughs> typical, typical Steelers quarterback. Can't make a good throw. <laughs> Uh, it was a a fun weekend i'm really looking forward to uh that's just a preview i think of what pocono is going to be like i want but uh we had a we had a good crew we had a really good crew down in turn two we were really living up to the name turn two terribles uh got a lot of shouts out people know people know what it is now you know what i mean we're just there to have a lot of fun and cheer on our guys may and we had we had a george george wood i know he he doesn't want to associate with the terribles but he's one jeremy zarfos Austin Griffey. Um, Griffey's probably peak terrible. Yeah, wait till Grandma. We, we had Grandma Griffey there. We had too. Grandma Griffey. Grandma there. Griffey Shout was gonna Grandma fight Griffey. a mofo. Um, <laughs> who else? Was I don't know. There? there was a couple. There's there a lot of people there, that just kept swinging so through. It was, it's awesome. It's that's the type of that's what that's what we're here for. We're here. Just, right? Did y'all have a yeah. wild Menzies? Did he? 
Oh, no. that's coming. That's in October. Oh, we had a okay. wild Menzies in October. I remember hearing yeah. something about uh, Menzies. Oh, we were giving him a bunch of nonsense when I ain't coming, but I mean, he also lives in Virginia. So, yeah, I don't think he's ready. He's better start I prepping. I think he's ready. He he better, National Open he, Weekend is. He like, better. Like, weekend was very he, tame compared to what Pocono and what uh, National uh, Open Weekend are Daniel Menzies, if you're out there listening, you better get to the rowdiest saloons possible because the National <laughs> Open is a different animal. And I say this because, like, Jimmy, we National Open last year. Hey, at first fellow podcaster Daniel Menzies. Shouts out to him. Him, so, and, him and Tyler Icy, right? Tyler Icy. RJI Media, those guys in the final corner. Check them out. Um, but we go back to the National Open last year after that first night. We went to bed early because we were like good adults back then. I mean, it was still like 1230, but yeah, that right, was early. Right. Everyone else was just getting started. We're like, yeah, we're going to bed. And we woke up that next morning and you thought a war happened. Like, yeah. Just bodies laying just bodies there everywhere. Was, I found you a found a broken cell phone. phone. There was liquor bottles, smoldering piles of beer cans. Yeah. It was like literal destruction had happened in the wee hours in the morning versus Port Royal wake up and it's like wow there's people walking their dogs and taking yeah, dogs and yeah, Port no Royal. trash anywhere like, uh, it was like I, the most glorious camping area ever yeah but that's why like we don't take the dogs to Williams Grove we'll take the dogs to Port Royal but we won't take the dogs to Pocono or Williams Grove because it's going to be a different animal there like even <laughs> it's going right. to be too hot at Pocono but but even like night two national I know Jimmy you and for the sake of everything on Sunday morning after the National Open, Port Royal was a million times better. Like, if we go back through like the Gettysburg, the Gettysburg battle, like <laughs> two <laughs> of the National Open last year was like the final day of Gettysburg. The everything was destruction, porta potties were destroyed. It was, it was like, what the hell happened last night? I don't think they had porta potties back in Gettysburg, but no, but you get my point. It was destruction. <laughs> it was like, get does the hell out of here. Like, you didn't want to go in there, you wouldn't. It's overflowing. Port Royal would never be that way. That's why that's it's a true. speed palace. That's, that's fair. That shouts out to Port Royal. They left the actual good bathrooms down at the track open. That was the best thing because I cannot, I cannot do a number two in a, a port potty. potty. <laughs> yeah, I can't do it, man. I can't not unless I have to. Like, I'd, ra- I'd, I'd honestly rather just pop a squat next to a tree than go in a porta potty. <laughs> Why? Just, because of the smell and the coming up. You know? No, I don't know. I think shooting in the woods is not a good time. You don't have to worry about backsplash in the woods, though. Exactly. Like that's a huge fear I have. Yeah, exa- exactly. That's 100%. And you don't have the smell. You just walk away from it. You just we have our own little porta potty set up. We have a little bucket yeah, with a seat. And yeah, we have a little pop up. Females only, for one. Females and only. You're not allowed to do that. And number one only. You you're know. not allowed to do that. Like, yeah, you can't, you can't I mean, poop in that. I don't love porta potties, but I'm not going to say I'm going to go squat on the strimmies. Yeah, you you apparently love porta potties because you just you had to yeah, go take a trip to responsible adult to go piss in a porta potty instead of using my car. And I come out of it walking like a adult on the road and I see six an dudes adult in, calling in, my name. Uh, an adult in socks. I hadn't no worn shoes, shoes all day. Only socks. But it you had socks out. on. Right. <laughs> I don't. They're already dirty. What the hell does it matter? Okay, in a porta potty. In a porta potty. To get away, I wasn't just gonna piss like a fucking heathen. And instead, I come out and there's like six posse dudes calling my name, yeah, like Titanic with their damn light. But you right? go like, into anybody a out there without shoes on, like a heathen. Yes, and walked around gravel, like gravel roads. It's building toughness on my feet, bro. 
That's how I get irate. Take faster. your socks off. Yeah, exactly. I ran all day. They were already sunburned. Why were you running around in socks? Because I was drunk. <laughs> yes. At one point on Saturday, uh, so my girlfriend and his girlfriend did not go into the race. I got uh, kidnapped. You Ish. did not get kidnapped. I got. He had to go back. We get in, we get into the track Saturday night. He's like, shit! I left my cigarettes and my chew. Back Smoking is the- bad, kids. Yes. Do not go back to your campsite for cigarettes. I left for it at the campsite, so I got to go back to the campsite. The that was before hot laps. He did not make it back until the B main. <laughs> he was just he just stayed at the campsite. We bullshit. had a very actual great conversation. I'm sure it was. But, I'm sure it was. And then I came back and ate. Even yeah. still. Sunday night, different animal. I got Same. searched partied, got fucking put on a leash. It was a bad time. Okay. You were you were about to get tased by the cop. The, the, that the, was the, a joke. The talk show didn't even happen. Jimmy's exaggerating. You were trying to start a fight over at the other okay, party. Yeah, me, Jeremy, and your girlfriend did in fact leave to go start a fight. That that happened. Yep. No fights. We planned it for three days. Right. We were never do we look the world can start a fight and die. I don't know. They're right. like, this motherfucker has been wearing the same socks for three days. Don't <laughs> fuck with him. <laughs> well, why is this motherfucker wearing socks to begin with? Right. At least you should have just taken one off. So then they'd be like, there's a story there. <laughs> he had his Crocs. He could have just wore He just could have just free balled it in his Crocs. You know what I'm saying? That's why I did nah, the He had to wear socks. Hey, it's fine. It's fine. Either way, no one got arrested. No fights happened. No, no one died. No. We were all very responsible, and we had a very responsible time. And nothing, compared to other things happening out there, we were fine. It was definitely peak turn two terribles. I'm glad everybody came out. It was, it was a lot of fun. Um, get into a little bit of eye racing here, guys. Never. Talk. We got we got a big update coming tomorrow. Did it have anything to do with a <laughs> Wiker type racetrack? Hey. Port Josh, Royal, baby. Josh, Josh tried to hint at this thing earlier. Port Royal's coming tomorrow. So excited. It's what been a long time coming. Download. It's going to be like $25. There's a lot of other updates, though, coming up. Also, there's a new damage model and some updates to the next-gen car. They're going to I'm so excited have for restart that. zones. So excited for the new damage model, because that's the yeah. one thing that's content- that's never changed from the beginning. They, I mean, just... The damage model in the next gen is terrible. Yeah, I it I is. I cannot wait for that. And it's so inconsistent. Hope... I mean, you sometimes you just barely it, yeah. scrape the wall with your back fender, and it'll be 27 mm-hmm. seconds of damage or something. And uh, uh, yeah, and then you're down power all race for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm excited to see what happens there. Um, I'm really, But the the main thing for us is uh, is Port Royal, I think. Uh, we're right. so excited. That's probably going to be... We're going to run what that thing. What are you most excited about? Because I don't think... This is I I said this. I don't think even the racing on it is what we're all so excited about. What do you mean? Wait, well, George already said that his favorite part is to put his VR. Want to go sit in his spot in the bleachers? Yes, I think they have to push to a corgi. <laughs> right, that's oh, there. You, you need Port the Royal. You need the corgi. It's the greatest dog in there is history. There's a Twitter account. His name's Zeus. He's a little corgi. He hangs out on the back of a push truck at Port Royal. He's Got a Twitter following. He's he he is he is the baddest dog. Yes. In America. We, me and Kim, Kim always used to yell "potato dog" at him because he looks like a little baked potato. But now he's he's the push truck corgi. 
So they have um, a platform in the back window. Josh, Josh is like, what the hell are they talking about? Like, there's a little, like, you know, the old F-150s or whatever trucks at the sliding window. It's open. He runs in and out of the truck on this little platform in the back. He just rides on it. <laughs> they push it and just... That's for some cool. reason, after after the Brent Marks thing, he started getting around the turn two terribles and running in the trucks. So I'm a little offended, but, you know, it's fine. <laughs> it's, uh, it's fine. So, but he'll be... They, uh dog's gonna be in in i racing which i think is one of the coolest things that oh, i think there's to gonna go. be a lot of little nuggets there that we need to go as, as people who go to port royal uh will will find can, pretty cool this can, shows you confirm go ahead josh I, I, I didn't even know i've never paid attention i didn't know they had pushed did they, they had pushed trucks in i racing. i'm guessing is this a random truck that's just I, sitting somewhere yeah. with a dog on the back okay. so i was, like, I yeah. so, yeah. I was yeah. sitting here this whole time i'm like that oh, would be what, cool though what have i been racing because i've never had a push truck <laughs> i was like You're yeah sportsman's bro <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that would be that is something though i would like to see someday in i racing would be a push truck an option to have it at least i haven't read the restart zone is that gonna apply to officials are they gonna actually have i think so i think i think they're exp- it, it sounds experimental so I don't know how far they're going with it, but that's big. Yeah, that's I don't know how they're gonna. I don't know how it's gonna. Yeah, I don't know how they're gonna tell you when to go and not to go. Yeah. Well, what it's gonna stop is the people that late in the run when everybody's tires are gone. The whoever's running first, as soon as the pace car pulls off, just fucking they takes go. off, and you, you can't catch them. Nobody can do anything about it. So it at least stops that from happening. Uh, Aiden Beerline says the dog is on the on top of the equipment uh, that's for track work on the inside of the. Oh, I know track. it. I mean, George Wood, if you're out there, you promise we're gonna find Jimmy in his spot. You're gonna find me in turn two next finding, to the We're finding whoever cartoon character is there, and we're putting him in a three Z hat and a Lance <laughs> shirt. That, that's. That's That'll how be me. Go. <laughs> That's basically me. With a bunch of taped up caution tape everywhere in case he's late. <laughs> I, I I can't wait for it. That the, the restart zones are gonna be cool. Um there's a couple other things. I know I think they're adding some AI stuff and and all that. So this is gonna be a big update. Uh probably one of the biggest ones they've had. There's also Fuji's coming and also I can't remember the other track. Is it Melbourne? Yeah, I think it's Melbourne. Melbourne. Australia, yeah. Uh, so there's a lot of lot of stuff for everybody, but I we've been waiting for this Port Royal day since we learned that when the uh, Port Royal posted the pictures that they were scanning the track almost two years ago now, right? Like a year and a half ago. Not even. It was well, like I guess a year ago. I don't. It was, no, like, it was over the winter months. It was like right after. Their, I don't even think it was been. It's been like eight months. It was like right after the fifty. No, or it was more. It was. I don't eight know. No, eight no, no. Either way, we've been very, very excited about it. As soon as we found out that it was going to happen, uh, definitely one of the nah, most. You're right. It's a year and a half because we thought it was going to drop for some reason at the Tusky last yeah. year. Yeah. So I like saying Jimmy's right. It makes me mad. <laughs> uh, is there anything? Is there anything they could screw up on and mess up? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Jimmy in turn two. <laughs> uh, they could mess up if it becomes um what well, one thing and I didn't notice it until we we walked the track a little bit we just walked across to the pits last week I never realized how tight 3 and 4 actually was and um 
So, looking at the videos, it looks like they got it down. I mean, obviously, they're, they're scanning the track. And so they're going to get it right. The I think if it's... Because even when that track is tacky, it blows off quick. If they don't get the... Um, Moisture levels or whatever. The, 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 the track progression right. as it burns off, right? Um, I mean, I know it's weather conditions and shit, too, but... You know, if it if it becomes a tacky track, you're running nothing but the bottom too often, then that that could fuck it up. But I, well, I don't know. The question here, and I don't have the answer because to me, it feels very similar to Knoxville, at least from like a sky view. Does Knoxville have more or less banking? Oh, much less. I didn't, I didn't realize how much banking Port had. Yeah, until I was like wandering right in. I'm like, holy hell, this is like. I had a hard time walking up the track. I I never realized how much banking there. I mean, it always feels because we're down in in the infield. It does always feel like it's a wall in front. You know, especially one and two. It's like almost like a a progressive type thing. It's like a cliff Mm -hmm. up the top. It is. But I didn't realize that when I went into three and four on Sunday and was looking in when it was all like tore up because I could walk right into the track. I'm like, damn, that's like like you said, tighter, but like much more banking than I realized. Even walking Wayne's Grove, I don't think it has to have more Wayne's Grove even, right? Like that's oh absolutely significant banking. That, and I'm like Port Royal is one of the most bank tracks that you'll find. I mean Because my fear it, was that we'd be driving it a lot like Knoxville. I'm no I don't think so. I've never I been think, to Knoxville. So I, I kept saying Lanier for a reason. I think it's gonna be a lot like Lanier because of the banking. It's just gonna be a lot bigger. That or Charlotte. Charlotte's Charlotte's probably actually the most comparable. I'm excited because I've, yeah. I've been running that and I love that track. Charlotte's awesome. I think Josh, Port Royal. If you don't like Port Royal, we're gonna have to fight. <laughs> PA Posse League's gonna be running. Uh, we're gonna start immediately. Start running a full Port Royal season. We'll make up some races in the winter, but we're gonna pick up right where they are right now. George got the whole schedule up um, on Sundays, so I'm excited for that. It's just it's just Port Royal. Just the Sundays, Port Royal yeah. Track Championship, yep. We still got our normal Tuesday nights, and then Sunday nights now we're going to be running Port Royal. So I'm in. That's yeah, what I'm saying. That's be awesome. Weird. I'm going to be there as many as I can. It's so I work stuff to do, but hey, let's do it. I mean, anytime, anytime we can have George, give George Wood credit for what he does with the iRacing PA policy, I think we need to do that. Yeah, for He's sure. probably caught like all the fish in a lake. As he told me when he caused limit, his battery died. Doesn't matter. He can do all that. Tie all the flies. Dude's an animal. He Crop does so him. much uh, to try to make the events close to what they are in real life. To make it a real simulation um, feel and, and kind of to get as close as you can to it by doing a lot of cool things. And he pays out of his own pocket. I mean, he pays out probably $2,000 a year almost. But now with there's and I think that league. I think, I think it's it's not even a secret, right, Jimmy? Like you and I met each other through that league, and mm-hmm. and a lot of those guys, like the the damn turn two terribles for the most part, outside of Josh, have met through that league, mm-hmm. and everyone that associates is just that league has so much to do with why I like i racing and and why I'm still so into racing, and George cultivates the culture there that he needs many shouts so we can give him. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, I'm excited. So, I didn't know that. I'm excited about that. I'll do that in a heartbeat because I, I, yeah. I can get good at one track and at least 
learn how to run it decently and keep up with you everybody. Most no people in the league are looking at like just running that shit nonstop for like the first week, probably. I love how Josh just disrespects my porch. You got to win a Grove, bro. <laughs> yeah, but what the hell? It's not Port Royal, man. I understand that, but you know, but my porch. Well, but you well, know, you're wearing a porch know. sitter shirt, are you not, Jimmy Barr? He's not a porch sitter. He's a cherry picker. Get it right. That's is that cherry picker shirt though? No, it's not. Is it a porch sitter shirt? No. No. Well, Carter has it's a porch sitter. It's just a regular Lance Dewey shirt. Yeah, you all don't run a, a season championship or a track championship at uh, Williams Grove. We, yeah, we do, do, but we, we alternate it with Lernerville every Tuesday. Oh, I would, okay. Can we just? I want to. I want to fight George. Don't. We should don't say get rid of Lernerville. I didn't say get rid of Lernerville. Let's flop Port and Lernerville. Let's alternate Williams Grove and Port and Lernerville on Sundays. No, no, that's not fair to everyone else. Yeah, I like Lernerville. I'm actually better at Lernerville than Williams Grove. I like Lernerville too. Um, I like all of them. Actually, I think I think Port might be a lot like Lernerville, just with uh, the longer wall. straights <laughs> and a wall. You know, that wall changes everything, man. Yeah, I, and I'm a little concerned just because looking in the patch update, they're talking about the way the tires and the something with the collision shit with how you said to stop wall riding. I just hope it. I'm hoping that going back to what can they fuck up with the track? If it doesn't, it, you, you see cars. Macri hit the bang and yeah, the they bang off those boards all the time, no problem. Uh, they're gonna have to make sure that the cushion is right, that you could ride up there without killing your car if you bang into the guardrail. I think the wall riding thing is more of a fender car thing. Like you can do it in a sprint car, but. You had to be, you know, a damn good at at it to not break your car. Yeah, I know it's huge in trucks. I know trucks were. Oh yeah, you can. Yeah, but even still, you 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 accrue accrue damage, so you have to kind of be smart with it. I don't know. I love it. More racing, the better. Yeah, More I'm, I'm really excited for this update. Even outside of uh, out of Port Royal, I think there's a lot of good things coming. So. I'm excited. Stuff. I love new damage models. I want to see chaos. So, <laughs> all right. Before we go here, let's let's take a preview here of of the next week here. Um, the World of Outlaws go to Knoxville. They do a double double duty there. That'll be cool. And then Ohio. We talked a little bit about before. Ohio Speed Week starts on Friday. Um, be cool to see. Usually Ohio Speed Weeks, man. This. It's what I wish PA Speed Weeks would be at times um, because they'll get 45, 50 cars every night the entire week. I think part of that is because it's sanctioned by the All-Stars. I think that really helps. You know, PA PA has a good Speed Week. It's really awesome, but you end up getting towards the end of the week when it comes down to Sealands Grove and you end up getting only like 25 cars maybe, you know. Well, so, for the Ohio ones, do a lot of the West West guys come to the Ohio ones? Like a lot well, of the West guys? You have them yeah, all yeah, over. Both sides. I was say, you Ohio Rico Abreu will run the whole thing. And, um, and since because it is All-Star sanctioned, you're guaranteed those All-Star cars every night. Right. Yeah, It's not that way in PA. PA is completely self-run. The problem, so like you said about Seals Grove, like 
the Lincoln shows, I don't know if they're show points or track points. I think it's track points if it's on the night of the regular show. Show points otherwise. I mean, I would need someone smarter. So, like, Lincoln and Port and Winds Grove get two dates. Winds Grove both fall on a Friday, which is their regular night. Mm-hmm. So you get those followings. The weird nights are like Hagerstown. Yeah. No one hey. cares unless you're running for money. Sealands Grove, same way. Um, Baps is in there. Is that is that it? Baps, Sealands Grove, Hagerstown, Grandview. Oh, yeah, Grandview. Ryan Broderick territory. Absolutely not. <laughs> Um, but Ohio Speed Week. Ohio has a lot of. I really like Ohio tracks. I think they're really cool. They can put on some good racing. But they, goddamn, dude. They, I don't know if it's track prep or just the dirt. But they are dusty and they have a they have a tendency to rubber down. So if they don't get it right, um, I watched. So, a, I watched a little bit of Ohio Sprint Car Racing this weekend. I had to go check out the uh, Atomic. Atomic. I had to check out Atomic. <laughs> I watched their uh, their races on what Saturday night, I think. Yeah, yeah. I watched that. That was a good race. It was it was that was cool. That's a good track. Put on a good race. Ohio, Ohio I definitely will tip the cap to Ohio. They have a lot of really good tracks. It's just that the dust it's just a dust bowl there all the time. Can we just point out that the the Oof fan skipped watching him running a four ten to watch oh, Ohio? Yeah. yeah, Oof was in um <laughs> Oof was in the, the Steve Smith Memorial race. I was surprised that he was in really? The yeah. Huh. Facts. I don't think he made the feature. Oof. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. But that was pre- that was pretty cool to see. Um, and then NASCAR Xfinity is off this week. They'll come back to Nashville in two weeks. Um, but you got Cups and Trucks both going to Sonoma. Um, one the first of. Two road courses are going to race here in a couple of weeks. Um, not a fan this week. Not yeah, a, I'm not a Sonoma fan. Me neither. Sonoma, man. What's wrong with Sonoma? You bunch of haters. I'm not. I'm, I'm like not Jimmy. Favorite I, road course. I'm like Jimmy. I like the short, faster road courses. It says or, one. It's on. It's under two miles. But it's no. it's not a high speed. I mean, this guy. I don't short like technical. Sonoma. No, you're right. Yeah, short I don't technical. like Sonoma. Like if it's going to be big, at least have like you know the Glen. You know, where you've got yeah. some high-speed areas and stuff. Well, yeah. they're not doing the carousel this year, so that's good. That's why I don't, yeah. you know, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of Coda. I don't like. Yeah. Coda's like the exception for me. I think Coda puts on good racing, but it is, it's just too long. Yep. Too long of a track. They can, they could take the shortcut and, but then you cut out at Coda. They can take the shortcut and run the shorter version of the track, but then it takes that whole big long back straightaway out of it, and that's the best part. And there's no high <laughs> speed anymore; it's a slow, yeah, it's then, a slow and it's technical. all then it's all corners, yep. yeah. So no, that's what I'm just minimal, minimal, minimal corners, minimal corners, like ten corners max, ten to twelve corners, some long straightaways, about two miles of a track. That those are the perfect road courses. Even like Road America, again, Road America is another one that's kind of a little bit bigger, but that one has. The longer straightaways, you know, not a shit ton of corners. But I like Sonoma more than Watkins Glen as a driver for me. Me yeah. driving. I, I uh, one. yeah, I'm not a fan of Sonoma. I don't. The only time I've ever raced there in a cup car was last year in SRL. Um, but you never played Xbox, bro? The yeah. downship. Bing, 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 bing. Whole... Yeah, it's different on X. It's different on Xbox, though. But, but and, I, oh, that's, that's not, an arcade game. It's, 
It could it's be different now because the suspension, a car either. the suspension's a little bit different in next gen, but the elevation changes in those uphill corners and downhill corners mm-hmm. were a nightmare last year with yep. the next gen. So yeah, maybe it'll be different. Period. I think it's going to be interesting. No, the the, the best part of Sonoma is that turn. It was a turn eleven or whatever, the very sharp corner at the end. Yeah, that's like the best part of it. Yep. Mm-mm. Otherwise, it's just kind of. I, no, I love the liked... love. Was it? I guess they call it turn two, even though there's a little kink on the front stretch. Uphill turn two, left into three, right into four, down into that whatever the hell. Boom! Favorite section of the track. Make a bunch of time. I'm just, I'm not a huge fan of, it's usually not that great of a race to watch. You just, you just hate California, that's what I've heard. Huh? You just hate California, that's all I've learned. That's not, I'm going there and right. I'll be right around that area. got to change perspective. I could agree yeah. with that. Anyway. Maybe it's because Gordon won there so many times, maybe that's why I'm Yeah, that's biased. probably why you're biased. Confirmation bias I was, here. Uh, I was just thinking about it. You know, we might be excited for this new damage model, but what's the one big thing that is a huge problem in the next gen in real life, but isn't in iRacing? We might be we, we might be pulling our hair out if uh, we start breaking toes in races. Yep. I think we no. do. I think we will, but we also will understand that that's just the way it is. Yeah. I just think. more realistic. Right. You know, would be... Hey, toe links? You're talking about toe links? Yeah. We're going to break toe links? Yeah. Shit. I mean, that's the big thing that right now is that rear toe link, keeping those intact when they do hit the wall and stuff. I mean... All right, well, Smule's career is over. <laughs> <laughs> that's not staggering, that 27. What's his number? 72 now, 72. I think. He keeps switching it around. Either way... No, I think Sonoma, NASCAR, I don't know, I think it's going to be good. Who's your I... way too early pick? To win? Yeah. Ooh. Is Dinger on the list? I was about to ask that. I was like, you get... I mean, Dinger? He's got He's got to be running, right? You would, Xfinity's I mean, off. Oh, he's got to be running. Collie would be dumb to not put yeah, him in there. Yeah, it would be dumb not to put him on the road. Dinger, I mean, Larson, Elliot. Um... I could see Larson. Kyle Bush. Of course, I could say I could see Larson. Kyle Bush, no. Martin Truex Jr. I think this is a Martin Truex Jr. win. He's won there before. I'm going to go with him. Him or Sting is a big fuck you to everybody. I'm going to throw one even wilder out. Suarez. There you Ooh, go. I would love. I to like see it. That. I like it. And get the cart kid a win. Yeah, that would be. I cool. mean, he's really good. Oh, Jeremy's gonna put McDowell. McDowell was really good yesterday for stretches. I, I like it. McDowell's pretty decent on road courses. He's driving for a reason. I don't Austin think he's gonna be win sneaky. I don't think he's Ooh. gonna be win win winning. Austin Cindric though. You don't I love mean, it, but it's a it's a it's a valid it's a valid. I'm not sold on Cindric. I think he's just. Is a road race or I am? Sure, but not in the Cup Series. Not yet. He He's was... not consistent enough in the Cup car. Not yet. He's proven that so far. I'm just trying to throw out names. If I was going to pick and say, I guess Omadinga is a low-hanging fruit, take him out of it, Chase Briscoe. Let's Maybe. Get some. Let's get some. He's wild. I would love it for Tyler Reddick, though. It's, pro- it's probably going to be Chase Elliott. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm trying to like not name... Hendrick cars. Well, when was the last time 
And Aiden Beerline just well, he can't even spell it right. So yeah, yeah, it's two T's. Did they? When was the last time they L's. ran Sonoma? This one. This version of it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 2019. Oh, really? It was that recent? I, I thought, I thought no, no, it was 2020. 2020. What year are we in? I thought they the last two years. Did I do carousels last year, two years? Past couple of years, yeah. All right. So I 20, think you're right. Yeah, 2019. 2019. Um, I mean, Hamlin's good there. Like, I mean, I'm trying to dodge the low hanging things. I think Briscoe showed a lot. I think Tyler Reddick, the pressure's on him. He's got the speed. He's got he was good at Coda. Like, they keep winning. He's got to do something, which sucks. Yeah, we're going to have to. Next week, I'll have to try to get some graphic for you to. So you got to start taking a look at points because it's going to start getting. We're getting pretty close. I was looking at it tonight. We've got like I think there's six two-time winners now. Mm-hmm. And and uh, we only have about maybe ten races or so until a lot of guys I think over, which is crazy to think. A lot of guys breathe a sigh of relief. I think whenever it was Kyle Busch and Logano because there was a stretch. Because I listened to MRN, and there was at one point uh, only one guy in the top ten had won that this season already. And I'm like, oh man, that just keeps turning the screws on everyone else. Like if another first time winner, I guess when McDowell was leading, Eric Jones was up there. All right. R.I.P. Right. Hey, so we're back. 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 Sorry about that. That's what happened when I type <laughs> type on Google and have a hotkey. Right. Uh, <laughs> um. So Suarez, Suarez is a popular pick. I th- Almondinger, Briscoe. I could see those guys. Chase Elliott. Um. It's a good. It's gonna be a good race. I think road courses. The car was designed for road courses. Or yeah. based off a yeah. road course car. So I don't know. Um, I think we've named everyone that could probably win. Yeah. So who's gonna, gonna win? be the one well, in the game? Yep. William Byron we didn't say anything about. Uh, no. We have to. I wouldn't I don't see I'll what... say yeah, I don't, I would, him or Bowman, I wouldn't even Ah, Bowman was up there at Coda. I could see Bowman. Byron, Byron's a really talented guy. Byron's sneaky. But he's not, there's a reason why we haven't talked about him yet. Yeah. I think I we covered all the big 10 guys. Let's just start Justin listening Haley, to every Justin driver Haley. that's going to run the race. How about right. B, how about, be the one uh, BJ McLeod? Let's go. <laughs> BJ McLeod, how about that? 
Cody Ware is going to win. Um, <laughs> but no, I mean, I think this argument. Justin Haley's pretty good, and in Colleague Racing, they're figuring things out too. Like Almendinger is obviously going to Almendinger, but Almendinger is definitely a top five. Well, I mean, we also haven't even talked about Chastain, and now he. <laughs> I did. I didn't think that at Coda either, and he didn't win it. You know, I mean. No, I he think he won it. However, but I mean, the difference is he was also a front all day. Caution. Oh yeah, yeah. He's gonna be a janky caution. He's getting sent to something. Somebody's gonna send him, like Hamlin. Somebody. But you, you, to your point, yes, Chastain will probably be involved. He'll be involved in something. Yeah, something. The eleven cars just gotta. Denny Hamlin's gotta learn how to shift with a sequential shifter. Because that's, I mean, he's oh, going to be it. He's blown two, you know, two transmissions this year because he, he be, doesn't know how to use a sequential. Shouldn't this blow might two be training. one of the tracks where they shift the most. Right, at. right. They're gonna be. I mean, they're gonna tear some shit up this weekend. Yeah, yeah. That's true. That's a good point. Ah, it yeah. should be interesting. I, I'm hoping it makes it a better race than what it usually is every year. Usually, yeah, one of the most boring races I think of the se- of the season. Uh, uh, sometimes they prefer uh, they have good finishes, but usually it's not that. I never find it to be good racing because there's nowhere to pass. This is the one that's usually always like, this is the weekend that I'm like, all right, I'll do something with my wife on Sunday and then I'll just watch yeah. the highlights. Like... <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, I guess we lost Chris. I think it is about that time. Uh, a little bit over two hours here. Thank you guys so much for checking us out, hanging out with us tonight, uh, trying to cram a couple weeks here in the one episode try to catch up on some stuff we really appreciate you guys sorry for the delays and everything and 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 being kind of out of pocket a little bit just kind of had some other stuff going on so we're gonna try to get back in the groove here uh this was lots of racing going on so you yeah. guys are doing a lot of ripping and running and getting to all the tracks and stuff so yeah yeah lot to just do. Keep, keep keep an eye on all the socials for continuous updates for what we do chris does a really great job with all that uh getting on 10 at the track and everything so um yeah that's it we will see you guys next monday we are to turn two terribles thanks for getting shitty with us have a good night thank you